It'll be funny at times, but we're going to dive into the mind of the psychopath. And if that's not something you want to think about or talk about, I totally understand. This is just not going to be the stream for you. I think it's extremely important to talk about these days because it's becoming more and more uh, profitable to be a, um, you know, a sexual psychopath after the DSM-5 uh, changed in 2013. I just listened to a podcast that I highly recommend. It's called Unmasking Pedophiles with John Euler, U-H-L-E-R, on Rogue Ways. Gardner recommended it to me this morning. Because um, it touches on my analysis of Andrew Tate, who's clearly a sexual psychopath. And so this, uh, and and they're all around you guys. They're all around you. And it it sounds paranoid to say, but when I break down the exact financial model, how it all works, it's going to blow your mind. And I'm going to define exactly what sexual deviancy is, what psychopaths are, what sociopaths are, what... uh, and how to identify them and how to stay away from them and how pedophiles are made and how it happens. It's not what people think. It's not violated people don't just become pedophiles. That's absolutely a uh, urban legend probably created by psychopaths. <laughs> We're going to analyze Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, um, and various stuff. So if you're not in the mood for that today, just tap out because it's going to get dark. I try not to go down the dark rabbit holes too much unless I think it will be very, very useful for my listeners and uh, you can apply the things you learn from this um, to better protect yourself. And so that's just my warning. I'll give the warning again in a minute after we do Super Chats, Cod, and I'll talk about a few really good things and then we're going to go down a very dark road. But your family will be safer after understanding this You will be able to better understand the world around you. You'll be able to better shield yourself against psychopaths and identify them. Um, Because one of the reasons that I went down this road is because, um, let's just say there's a reason that I'm, I'll just explain it. Who gives a shit? The bit shoot comment section started getting very dark and I started identifying people that are probably pedophiles. And then we started analyzing who these people were, and some appear to be getting paid. And Vox did this analysis on a stream recently and on his blog about these just random homesteaders that are being gang stalked and harassed. And, uh, and why? You know, it's one thing if it's me or Vox. Me and him both say some provocative things. I, as a comedian, him as an intellectual that isn't tied to the status quo of society. <laughs> as a, an American Indian living in Europe with a lot of admiration for Wang Hunin in China, Vox is going to ruffle some feathers. Me being a comedian that refuses to uh, accept what I believe to be evil political correctness um, and then the trans movement stuff and all that. So I get it. I mean, it, it doesn't really make sense why people would get so obsessed with me and try and call CPS on me and harass and do pretend to be me and pretend to be bears to make people think we're psychos, call all the media, all that. But then you start looking at these just random homesteader channels and why are they getting targeted? Why are they getting harassed? And so then we just did a little analysis of some of the people doing it. Most are useful idiot, probably 
pedophiles or porn addicts or deviants that hate that I tell young men not to watch pornography, to stay away from anal sex, to not want to harm their partner as they have sex with them or junkies. Yeah. Uh, but some are clearly getting paid and there's obviously a giant agenda behind it. And some people might call me paranoid. I'm not, it's very provable. My paranoia in the past, I've identified it came from me not realizing how few people can see something. So I assume malevolence and I apologize for that. There's people that I have accused of being evil because I used to not understand how few people could see what I was seeing. And that if they, like I could see four or five steps ahead, five, six years ago, that's why people call me a time traveler. And I would be upset at people for not seeing it because I thought they could see it and they were pretending not to when I now realize they can't see it. And so all good, you know. So um, this is going to be a dark one. All right. I will. uh, Lots of weirdos getting on Jim Bob streams lately. Yeah, because I think they're currently cornered. And I think that they're very scared that people are waking up to the absolute scam, the, the psychopathic scam of child sex grooming and tra- the trans movement. Because when a young boy or girl thinks they're the other gender or hates being a boy or girl, they're probably being perpetrated against. And so the way the system is designed now is the victim gets blamed and then they have their genitalia uh, surgically removed and they're sterilized. And then they are sent down a road where they're probably going to end up either committing suicide or uh, working in the sex trafficking industry. It's so fucking dark. And Andrew Tate, by definition, is a sexual psychopath. The enjoyment of harm, the enjoyment of choking, the enjoyment of degradation makes you a sexual psychopath. So if you don't want to go down this road today, this is not the stream for you. It's not going to be a feel-good stream. But I promise you, you will walk away with more ammunition against, uh, against these people. You'll understand why the world went insane in 2013, 2014, 2015, because it got monetized. The DSM-4 to the DSM-5, the way people break down, um, you know, the way clinical psychiatrists and clinical uh, psychologists break down mental deficiencies and mental illness has changed to where now living in the delusion that you are another gender, probably because you were perpetrated against, um, is now encouraged. And now you're putting on a fat, you're put on a fast track to sterilization and amputation of your sex organs by people that have a fetish for castrating children. Can't make that up. And now to have a pharmaceuticals, all these places are getting very wealthy on it. So you have your, your, um, your uh, financial psychopath, your sexual psychopath, and they're all working in tandem. Elon Musk is obviously psychopathic. You know, this doctor I just listened to that I just recommended in the beginning that I highly recommend was recently kicked off Twitter. He's a 30-year uh, psychiatrist in the field of sexual deviancy, worked in prisons. He spent more time than anybody else in the field um, interviewing psychopaths. And the access he had in prison, he said, is unbelievable because so many psych- psychiatrists believe the pedophiles. These are, these are liars. These are people without conscience. These are people without any concept of right or wrong that have honed their ability to lie.
he said he was blessed to have the ability of um, shaking down their rooms, checking their their internet history, uh, you know, having their arrest record in front of them, uh, recording them when they can't hear that. Like he could show you exactly how it happens, um, how you become a pedophile, what it is. Uh, what is typically the response of a victim? I learned a lot from this stream because I, like a lot of people, thought that victims of abuse a lot of times become the abuser, which does happen, but more common, they become hyper vigilant against it. Uh, and how, you know, that, that uh, these people are on a, you know, there's abuse in their background. Like psychopaths typically have abuse in their background. That being said, it's usually porn addiction that leads to uh, various steps along the way. And I'll get into all that. Let me read the two super chats. I guess no one gives a shit about the stream. That's fine. Was thinking about carbon 666 realm mentioned yesterday. Firmament could be nitrogen 777. Ocean nitrogen gas is extremely light. Nitrogen is a liquid when extremely cold here as the upper atmosphere firmament or bottom of the ocean above Burger Bear. That's fascinating. Thank you for that. I think that's Maybe above us is liquid nitrogen. That's trippy. Joe Gaggin, addendum for finding House the Great for his new record purchase. His Instagram, great is spelled like sewer great, not like great news. G-R-A-T-E, House the Great. Thank you. All right, so today's going uh, to be dark. Just filling you guys in. Let me see if I have um, Rockfin or Unauthorized. Fox's post on random YouTubers getting stalked really shows how nuts people can get. And that there's a reason for it. There's a financial interest. And this is going to be one of those streams where a lot of you guys are going to uh, think there's no way people are that dark. This can't be true. Why would anyone do that? Why would they do that? Why? why? Because they're psychopathic. And when you see evil and you understand evil, you'll never be the same. You'll, but you'll under, you know, be childlike, but wise as serpents, like all that stuff. It's all very, very true. Um, all right. I figured it was broken people who needed to power trip that turned into pedos. This will be interesting to see what you've uncovered. Unbelievably interesting, guys. And just how absolutely institutionalized it is. And it's based on a profit model. It's not, and dude, how much of it has to do with porn? If you try and encourage people to not watch porn, not do anal, anal is sexual deviance. It's on a spectrum of pedophilia. And I'll tell you why. It's very easy to explain. Um, I guess someone could argue if it's enjoyed, I don't know. If your sexuality is to, if you derive pleasure from harm or effect, uh, like, like, a harmful effect, then you're a sexual deviant. And I know I'm going to get pushback. Oh no, it's great. I just love to choke fucker. No, you're, you're, you're literally on a spectrum that a pedophile is on. And Andrew Tate is trying to encourage like that. I've seen this a lot in Hollywood. The, the normalization of a healthy couple doing BDSM or uh, tying themselves up and getting beaten. That was in the show Billions. Where it's just normal couple that, that acts out healthy bondage fetish or furries. No, it's not normal. It's a deviant. You're a deviant. And you can like weird shit as long as it has to do with pleasure and love. And this is going to make people really fucking mad. 
But it's true. You have to be able to under, uh, identify what is a sexual deviant. A sexual deviant is someone that uh, can only get an erection or aroused when someone else is being harmed. And it's so fucking common that it, that it will blow your mind. And when I'm, I'm about to show you an example of Donald Trump and why is he still promoting the, the vax and all that. Bill Clinton is the perfect, is the archetype of the psychopath in politics. Just doubles down, triples down, refuses to acknowledge reality and enjoys harm, enjoys humiliation, enjoys making someone else feel bad and small. They, and they lie all the time. All right, before we get into that, so you've been warned that today's going to be dark, but you're going to walk away understanding the world around you better. Anything involved with pain is not sex to me. Yes, that's because you're not a psychopath. And again, people are, people are going to freak out. They're going to troll me. They're going to do all this. And that's why I shut off my bitch you comment. I'm not going to be involved in these people that derive pleasure from pain. Even if it's just emotional or verbal, you know, to, to try and degrade uh, people, make people upset, make people that enjoy my podcast have to read that I'm a Jesuit chill tranny who kills dogs because they get pleasure from pain. When you go, oh no, Owen's a good man, he helped me, blah, 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 he's really fine. No, 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 the pain has already been inflicted. They literally come to that. You understand? And it's so common now that most people don't even see it. Trump bragged that he could shoot some. Yeah, yeah. No, but we're going to talk about the vaccine and, uh, and Trump's reaction to it and the trans child movement. And so anybody right now that's backing Andrew Tate after he has talked about how he likes to choke and beat women is a sexual deviant. Ben Shapiro, all those guys, all of them, Gavin McGinnis, all of them. It, it, the fact they don't see it means that they're one of them. And there's a lot of them. And I know that this, this opinion is not going to be, uh, you know, taken well by a lot of people, but I don't give a shit. It's the end of the road, man. They're, they're sterilizing and amputating the genitals of children and then putting them in sex work and calling it brave on your tax money. Okay. I've been ringing that bell for years. I, I called out Jesse Thorne as being a pedophile for changing the gender of his three-year-old, okay, that isn't, oh, how dare you, how dare you. No, no, no. These are people with insane fetishes of castration, castrating children, that, uh, people in positions of power, people, uh, the head of Twitter. I think Elon Musk is an absolute psychopath. There is no negotiating with them. Their brains are damaged. They never feel human compassion, ever. And they want to inflict as much harm on you as humanly possible. Now, before we go down this insane rabbit hole, let's talk about something that is not harmful. Something that is really good. Okay, so here is the uh, bear cabin on the Bertaria Campgrounds. BertariaCampgrounds.com. Please donate and help us buy this land. We bought 33 acres. We have a lot more to buy. Um, but it's going well. This is something that is not harming people. In fact, it's... Uh, a tremendous way out. Let me read what we wrote here. Longbow Bear has made it to the hunting cabin at Bertaria Ozarks. He is checking out the property for future hunting use, deer stands, and other hunting stuff. 
We are setting up the electric and making the cabin nice and cozy. I'm looking forward to opening this up as an exclusive rental for any donors that want to visit the area. I heard the Ozark guys gave Longbow Bear a warm welcome and, a decorate, and decorating the cabin and getting some furniture in there. So thanks, guys. Thanks, Budbear7, for the custom decor. Fits nicely. We are starting the process of planning the festival, the banquet, and after party, as well as future builds for RV spots and domes. We are hoping to get some RV spots set up before the festival so those big rigs don't have to drive through the whole property again. The crowdfund is, in 2022 was a huge success. We got a highly specific and flexible contract negotiated and signed. 33 acres purchased, including a cozy hunting cabin and a big red barn. We have a lease-to-buy deal on 150 acres. Now we have to raise at least $150,000 by November to secure the next portion of land and could use some more capital to drive these building projects forward. I know we can do this. Our team has laid out a smooth path for no interest, no debt, and flexible time. Our community is coming through. Let's kick this year off strong and get the next parcel of land Earlier than needed, donate at BertariaCampgrounds.com. You can still get some solid rewards and get on the list of donors that will get some exclusive opportunities that we don't, didn't even mention. Now, why would psychopaths hate that we're doing this? Why would we be trolled for this? Why would they go with the media and all that? Because it's protection. When communities have discernment, when communities have a conscience, when communities can identify that we don't want porn in our community, that we don't want a place where children are not predated on by an institution of psychopaths, they get really, really mad. Okay? And so it's becoming incredibly clear why we're getting so attacked. People that sterilize and mutilate and amputate the sex organs of kids don't have a right to judge my jokes as offensive to black people. All right. If we have private land without debt with a tight knit, high morality community that we can have events on, it's it's a it's a it's a way to protect yourself against, you know, the evils of this world, man. Why else would they give a shit? Four hundred dollars is a ticket to see Joe Rogan live once lie in a microphone and then attempt to be a sexual deviant with a complete stranger. Okay. $400 for a ticket to the Beratari Times Festival and to help us buy land without debt is fucking great, and it's the opposite of evil. Okay, so if you want to be a part of it, BeratariCampgrounds.com. Thank you. Okay, so, um, yeah, so here's the cabin. Here's uh, the inside. That's probably where me and my mom are going to stay during the festival, and maybe uh, I'll, I'll figure out how many I can sleep. It's not very big, but I really want my mom to have a good time, and she's 81 so, um, cause I'm like trying to look at campers and stuff. Uh, but I feel like that would be a good spot for her. So I call the cabin just to let you guys know, you know, I thought about it, you know, leaders should eat last, all that stuff. Uh, someone else could have the cabin. The leader is not, should be in the tent. Kind of cool. Now my mom's 81. And if she's going to come, we're sleeping in the fucking cabin. I, if it can sleep about four people, but you guys are tall. So maybe three, go fuck yourself. Kyington bear. Why don't you sleep in your little pop tent? But I will potentially bring a camper that other people can sleep in. Definitely your mom should be in the cabin. Yes. Yes. And so then me too then. Okay. Kind 10. Do we have any more super? Do we only have two super chats? Do people seriously not give a fuck? It's mobile bread basket. Thank you. Anytime kind bear. 
Okay, so what else do we got here? This is a good meme, and then we'll get into it. Again, warning, today we're going to talk about very dark things. Uh, psychopathy, sexual deviancy, the whole nine that I try to typically avoid. Uh, when, But synchronicities were lining up. You know, I got, um, me and Vox are talking about the nature of the trolls, why they do it, the, the, how they're getting paid. Me and Cotter talking about that. Out of nowhere, Gardner recommends this uh, podcast with a 30-year clinical psychiatrist that worked in prisons with psychopathic uh, pedophiles, and he explained exactly how. And he just got kicked off Twitter, so I kind of, uh, so I kind of trust him. Yes, BB, we don't give a fuck. Go fuck yourself. Cod just needs his bread basket, but I guess he can stay there too. Okay, how dare everybody? This is a cool meme. 600 BC gold, 1900. Dollars 2023, the currency is eggs. And I told everyone that four years ago, recommended everyone get chickens. As you can see, the difference between someone who wants to harm their own community, like Joe Rogan is a classic example. Take drugs, do sodomy, don't believe in God, right? It's, it's, they like harm. And so many people don't understand that. They can't conceive of it. They, 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 they just keep defending these psychopaths. Lord Bear says, Brutal honesty, porn since nine. Yoga pants and endless degeneracy gave me an awful obsession with anal with women. Growing older, I realized it isn't because I find it sexy, but an inner, really unwanted inner hatred of women. Only in a sexual way, I reverted to Leviticus law sexually 25 days in. It seems disgusting. Yeah, you can heal with a lot of that stuff. This doctor was saying once you violated a kid, you can't heal. Uh... I, I, I think I agree with that. I think it's just time to go. You know, your soul's in God's hands at that point. Just send them on their way. But porn does do that. It does. You can heal when you stop watching pornography. I promise that's true. And a lot of non-psychopaths, what porn does is you just start objectifying everybody. And I've done that completely. Where if you watch a lot of porn, you look at women as their bodies are sexually. Because a normal non-psychopathic person or non-narcissistic, that's narcissism, what I just described, not psychopathy. Um, You love people and you use items. You use things. The psychopath loves things and uses people. And so when pornography rewires your brain into looking at people as items, it's really bad for you, okay? Now, if you like seeing just people enjoying some sex, you're probably not a uh, degenerative psychopath. Um, You're just becoming perverse and narcissistic and self-centered, which in my opinion is completely healable. It's happened in my life to the point where the real world starts getting very shocking when you stop watching porn. Rockfin, now's a good time to pay the gay away, keep crushing Big Bear. But if you like watching women humiliated, anal, Uh, come on their face, beaten. And then the next step is uh, bestiality, furries. um, And then it just keeps going. And so a lot of these pedophiles, I was under the false assumption that pedophiles only like children. This doctor, who is an absolute expert on it, I said his name in the beginning, I'll say it again. He worked for 30 years in prisons analyzing these people. Uh, And the prison system is the best place to analyze them because... They can't lie to you. You can, you can uh, 
raid their room, look at everything they do. And he said that all they do is lie. Like they never tell the truth. You have to figure it out yourself. His name is John K. Euler, U-H-L-E-R. It's called Unmasking Pedophiles on Rogue Ways. Just went up. Gardner recommended it to me. I do have one psychopathic characteristic that I really want to talk to this guy about. He said that a psychopath is the type that's like, I'll burn it down and sit on the ashes so that you don't win. He said that's a psychopathic behavior. I've done that with, with child sex groomers. That's the irony about it. I really want to talk to this guy because 95% of the aspects of sociopathy or psychopathy, I don't relate to at all, but that one I do. You know, in my mind, it's called the madman strategy. But also, when Twitter said you can't call out uh, people grooming children, and I said, fuck you, you know, I want to talk about, I want to talk to him. I'd love to have him on my stream. The difference, because I know I'm not a psychopath. I did have a thought, though, as I was listening to this podcast, like, holy shit, am I part psychopathic? But I don't think that's, I think that there is exceptions to that, where you're like, no, I'm not Okay, when you violate the boundaries of a psychopath, does that make you a psychopath? I don't think so. Because, or else then you're just, the, you're, you're always going to be violated. Like if a psychopath says, says, I have a boundary, you can't make fun of me for grooming kids. And I say, fuck you. I literally burned my entire career down to, to hurt these people. And uh, apparently that's a psychopathic trait. But I don't regret it at all. And I think more people should be like that when it comes to uh, when you've identified monsters, there is no price I wouldn't pay to burn it and show it. And I, I did have a very positive effect in the overall zeitgeist of how people view child trans movement. No one was talking about it publicly before me. I burned my entire career. You can say, oh, it's because of the racial jokes. That was years. A lot of that was years later. Because why not? At that point, I'll just break, I'll violate any of their little laws uh, for the sake of good comedy. But it was literally calling out Jesse Thorne. My college tour was canceled. My agent fired me. My manager dropped me. And nobody in Hollywood would talk to me. (laughs) So, and I accepted it and I kept burning it. And that, I don't regret that at all. And I really would like to talk to John about how to identify the difference Cause I know that's not psychopathic because I was doing it to not harm. I was doing it to help. Um, okay. Anyway, unauthorized.tv. Here you go. Bart King. Thanks. Thanks. Smarty bear. Who do we daddle bear? Rabbi I would love. I would follow you into battle. Anytime. My friend, Asian voice. Well, I'm you long time. Who do we, who do we dad? Thank you very much. Father bear. We care. I'm happy. You pick up on sarcasm and didn't chastise me for it. Anytime. I appreciate what you do. Owen. Thank you. Anytime. Okay. Uh, because that's pretty much one of the only times I've ever violated someone else's boundaries. If you've noticed, I don't go to other people's pages and troll them. I don't start, you know, I, it's just, I'll make fun of people on my channel, but I've never stalked anyone. I've never been on someone's private land. I've never uh, violently intimidated people that I deem as enemies. I have my space and I say, you can't talk to me a certain way or you're out of here. I was there, man, saw all of it. I'll never forget Owen for standing against all that dark shit publicly. Hail. Thanks, Gorgie. Yeah, I don't regret it at all. And even if it is psychopathic behavior, good. 
then maybe a little bit of that is good for people. I, I really want to talk to John about it, though. Dared to make fun of David Hogg, too? Yes. Yeah, it was break. It's like you're not going to use kids as a human shield. Cod says, ironically, the only social media that doesn't exist anymore is MySpace. Like they were telling us something. Interesting, Coddington. All right, let's move on. So let's take a look at Donald Trump's psychopathy. And then we'll, uh, because I, I posted this, you know, Diamond or Silk, one of the, uh, the, the overweight black women that um, recently just died of suddenly of coincidentis. Now, I can't, I'm not claiming it was the vax. I have no idea. They were fat. I don't know. But the fact, they're like, officials don't know what caused the death, but we're certain it isn't the thing most people think it is. You know, just total lying, you know. And when you understand that psychopaths don't have a reverse gear, they go and go and go until someone stops them. Okay, they want maximum harm. Okay. And so, um, so again, I'm just saying it's, what did she die of coincidence? But when you watch Donald Trump here, he's obviously mocking her. And then I got a bunch of Trump people in the comment section being like, he wasn't pushing the best. He had to. Oh, how dare you? No, just Donald Trump is obviously fucking nuts. Has nothing to do with psychopathy, BB, you're good. Smiley face down my bear. Well, I definitely have the ability of saying I'll burn my entire career to the ground just so this guy feels pain. And apparently that's a little psychopathic. But uh, I do not feel bad about that at all. I have empathy. I have compassion. I love my family. I've never been aroused by pain. Um, I am deeply committed to protecting children, to helping my career protect themselves, which is why I think we're attacked so much by trolls. Because if you have your own chickens, if you have strong families, if you stop watching porn, you're way less likely to be predated upon. If you see the world how it actually is, that's why the truther stuff drives people nuts, drives psychopaths nuts. Because let's say you realize that 19 Saudis who just learned how to drive Cessnas can't do a blind 207 degree turn into a building and the whole building falls to the ground, right? And then building seven is just falls to the ground because it's just watching, it's just scared. You understand, if you break someone's ability to reason by looking at the world, they're very easy to predate upon. People on the autism spectrum are also very easy to predate upon. I actually believe it's one of the motivations for the vaccine schedule. It's actually super fucking dark, but we'll get into it. Okay, so Trump says, really sad news for Republicans and frankly, all Americans. Our beautiful diamond of diamond and silk just passed away. In her home in the state, she loved so much, loved it so much. Everybody in North Carolina loved it. It was her home. Silk was with her all the way in her passing. There was no better team anywhere or at any time ever. Diamond's death was totally unexpected. Probably her big and precious heart just plain gave out. Rest in peace, our magnificent, magnificent diamond. You will be greatly missed. So that's mockery. I mean, part of me thinks he's retarded. But no, he, he said probably her big and precious heart just gave up. Bear in mind, the entire country at this point is wondering if vaccines are killing people. Even the most hardcore vaccine people will not utter it in public. And that's how you know they know deep down inside. 
you know, you know they know when they just won't even address that maybe one of the side effects of the vaccine is actually like young people are just dropping dead. And so many people would say, well, but why would Trump do that? Is he just because psychopaths like causing harm and effect? They want to see people upset. They want harm. And then the sexual psychopath, you know, like when Bernie Madoff bankrupted all those people, he enjoyed it. When, when a sexual psychopath violates a child, he wants to harm them. That's why the pills, the castration pills don't work. They don't work at all. So here is Trump. So people say, oh, Fauci, prosecute Fauci, prosecute Fauci. Here's Donald Trump taking credit. He likes it. And look, I guess in a certain way, I'm the father of the vaccine because I was the one that pushed it. You know, to get it done in less than nine months was a miracle. Fauci said it would take three to five years. He thought it was uh, something that just wouldn't be that effective because it would take so long to get. We, I pushed the FDA like they have never been pushed before. I wouldn't exactly say they're, uh, they're in love with me. They have never, this is a very bureaucratic organization. I push them like they've never been pushed before, and that's why we have it. Okay, so that's an admission of guilt. Now you can say, oh, how dare you, how dare you. No, he's, he's saying you had protections in America. The FDA, FDA, despite what all you truthers think, is actually a protection bureaucracy. Now, they're corrupt, obviously, Monsanto, all that bullshit, but they offer a layer of protection. So Fauci and Gates were like, no, let's hold back, according to Trump. Now, I don't know the truth because they're lying psychopaths, but publicly, Donald Trump is like, it was me who did it. I harmed them. I got family members that have taken it and can't tell. They're a little more afraid now. I try to see, I try to not make them feel fear, but they see people dropping like flies and I can tell they're scared. Right, don't, don't just layer more fear on them because that's, that's more trauma. It's like, you can see truthers now uh, enjoying, you know, scaring the fuck out of people that got vaccinated, which is, it's, it's, that's not good, guys. That's a bad quality. Uh, there was a time to do that, and I did it. 2020, 2021, scare the fuck out of, use any means necessary to get people to not take that shot. But after they, after they die, or after they take it, you know, you can tell them the truth with compassion so that they try not to take another booster but don't get off on their fear. Don't get off on their pain. You know, encourage them to move on. Now, if they told you that you should go to prison for not taking it, that's a different story. They can go fuck themselves. But most people were just, they were just duped by a psychopath. All right, here's another Trump video. And I'm just going to hammer this until people see it. Because Trump not only did the vaccine, he brags about it and he loves it. Like, watch this. This was on Pockets of the Futures channel. Called Operation Warp Speed. All right, watch this. Very long. We've instituted it before. Two additional companies, AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson. Uh, as you know, the Johnson & Johnson's a one-dose, one-shot vaccine. So we're going to see how that works. That would be very helpful if that all came out. And I think it probably will also. They're showing tremendous, uh, tremendous promise, all of them, tremendous problem. We're, we're, uh, we're very hopeful that the FDA will authorize the Pfizer vaccine within days. We've got to get it moving. And Moderna vaccine almost immediately thereafter. 
large numbers of tests and samples have been done. So hopefully that'll go very quickly. If authorized, tens of millions of vaccine doses will be available this month. And we'll get it distributed very quickly. We have that all set. And hundreds of millions more will quickly follow. Every American who wants the vaccine will be able to get the vaccine. And uh, we think by spring, we're going to be in a position that uh, nobody would have believed possible just a few months ago. Amazing. Really amazing. They say it's they say it's somewhat of a miracle, and I think that's true. The plan we put forward prioritizes the elderly and patients with underlying conditions, as well as healthcare workers and first responders. Greatest achievements was getting the vaccine done in nine months instead of five and a half to twelve years. But the problem is, you know, we saved tens of millions of lives all over the world, but I can't talk about it because our base, our beautiful base, of which some of you are there. You get angry when we mention the word vaccine. Don't get angry. You did everything you could to get this vaccine out. I know it was one of the the greatest achievements. We did it in less than nine months. Okay, so here's the key. Now you might say, oh, he's just a beautiful boy who got tricked. Got tricked by those damn Democrats. So why isn't he apologizing? Why isn't he saying, I'm sorry that all these young people are dropping dead of heart attacks playing flag football? Because he's a psychopath. He likes the effect. Now... I don't know if he's a murderous psychopath when he did this genocide or it's financial. Some people uh, are so obsessed with money and they like seeing other people poor. They like it. Okay, Lord Bear says, second super check. I really want to beat porn 25 days of no sex or porn at 21. Desire having a very hot girlfriend. My urges to revert to porn get huge and I hate it. What knowledge can you share as to how you managed to quit addicted since nine? It's hard. Yeah, I first saw porn when I was nine as well. Just listen to this stream and you'll quit. We're about to get into how it makes you a fucking pedophile. All right? No more money bear. Digging the stream BB might be a dark topic, yet important topic to discuss. Also, could you please let the bears know the next LA Bertari meetup is coming up this Saturday the 14th. And if interested in attending, please DM me on the BTA. Thanks. That's no more money bear. Build those communities. Get more independent. Okay, yeah, replace it. Yeah, but also understand what it's doing to you. It's not harmless. Okay, um, also, don't think that this is red team, blue team shit. One of the biggest psycho, you know, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama are two of the biggest psychopaths who have ever lived. You know, I think Trump is less than like a Bill Clinton or an Obama, but he's still like, do not let these people off for their crimes, guys. They like it. They like harm. Okay, so now let's talk about how to identify all this stuff. So one of the main fundamentals about this, and feel free to listen to this guy's stream. I, he really blew my mind this morning. It was really just a wonderful stream. Uh, although I do have one psychopathic characteristic. But again, we'll discuss it with him at some point, hopefully. Uh, because he understands evil. And very few people truly understand evil. They, they, they just want to say, no, no. You must have it wrong. Oh, they can't help their urges. Oh, it must suck to be a pedophile. They just have these urges uh, for children and it must just be hell for them. No, they want to do as much damage as they can. That's what attracts them. That's why I make fun of homosexuality and all that stuff. Anal is about damage. I don't give a fuck if you have a fetish or... Your, your, your woman just likes it in the, in the keister. And fuck you, man. 
The anus is not a sex organ. It causes damage. And if you associate sex with violence, you're on the deviant spectrum. And you should really, really watch yourself. Okay, so the, the well-balanced human loves people and uses things. The psychopath or the sociopath uses people and loves things. Okay, and so this guy got in a lot of trouble and kicked off Twitter for talking about how furries are normalizing uh, pedophilia, which it is. Furries is 100% about pedophilia. And uh, now, if you have done anal and you're like, oh, but my girl really likes it, you're probably not a sexual psychopath. They like that it hurts. But you're being lied to. Your chick is, your chick's full of shit, you know? And the shit will probably stream out of her anus if she's fucked in her ass enough. Because her rectum will break. <laughs> okay, anyway. So we talked about how the child sex, the child uh, trans movement is a moving sidewalk of sterilization and amputation. And then what do they do? They send them into sex work. That's why what you're seeing in society is so logical in a shadow, upside down, psychopathic way. In 2013, the stats of child's trans skyrocketed because it became profitable. The DSM-4 to the DSM-5, the DSM-5 for the first time in human fucking history ever since the Vatican, and we'll get into Castrato soon, so all you Catholics better pump the brakes a little, all right? The, 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 fetish, the fetishizing of the snipping of children's testicles is not new, all right? The guy with the big dick on his head in Rome loves it. Okay, so... So what they did, so back in the day, if a young boy or girl said that they hated being a boy and wanted to be a girl, or they hated being a girl and wanted to be a boy, typically that would, uh, that would mean they were being perpetrated against. And then you would find out who's violating the child because a child usually doesn't want to be in their own skin or they they hate their own gender because their gender or their sex is what's attracting the violator. You know, and then uh, so that would be a sign that someone is being perpetrated against. And so they act out, you know, they or they shut off all these all these obvious signs that a child is being violated. And then in 2013, it all changed. In 2013, being sexually fluid or being trans became a validated state. And so what did they do? They no longer look for the predator in the child's life. They cut off their genitals and they drilled like for a man, they would cut off the penis and drill a hole in his pelvis and, and tell them that he would have to, this is fucking dark, but I warned you guys, but that you need to understand what's happening out there and, and be fearless when these people say, Oh, you just hate trans children. No, you're literally ample. You're, you're <laughs> it's almost impossible for me to do streams like this and not getting pissed off, but they're sterilizing and, amputating children's sex organs and then drilling holes in them. So for the rest of their life, the body will try and heal the wound that they create. Okay. And so they're told they have to dilate their quote unquote vagina every day so that it doesn't heal. And then they get so suicidal. They fill them with all these pills. And then they say, want to know how you can make a living human sex trafficking, prostitution, Hey, look, have you heard Andrew Tate lately? Real man's man. 
So this guy worked in prisons, and the, the cool thing is he could monitor the pedophiles and catch them in lies, blah, blah, blah. All right. So one thing that they loved, the pedophiles in prison would always love watching toddlers and tiaras. And it's not that they're fantasizing about the children being sex, sexy. It's that they want to hurt them. They want to have an impact on them. Watch out for men that seek really young girls. Not, for, not like somebody who's marrying a 17-year-old, 18-year-old in a rural setting. Somebody like the Crystalias of the world. I'm not saying he's a pedophile, but he's on the spectrum of that. Where you get off on grooming 15, 16-year-olds and then black eye fucking them in a hotel. And then the effect on them is what gets you off. The damage. You know? There is a difference between seeking approval from women and wanting to damage them. You know, there are men that seek approval from women, which is a problem, but it's not the same thing as seeking to damage them. So the younger the girl and the more uh, vicious you are with her and the more callous you are and the more you use her and humiliate her and all this, the more she'll remember you the rest of of their life and the more you've affected her. And so that's the definition of sexual deviancy is to create a negative effect. And the bigger the effect, the more they crave it. So it starts with women. It starts with men. And then it goes to furries and fetishes. And it eventually gets to children. And then it gets so far down and dark that it's about castrating children. Because that's the most effect you can have on another living human is to castrate their testicles so that they are affected and sterile and damaged the rest of their fucking lives. And one of the biggest proponents of castration of children was the Vatican. They're called castrados. Okay? If you were violated as a kid, good news, apparently that isn't typically what creates pedophiles. Now, it could start the abuse cycle, the abused becomes the abuser in various ways, but the sexual deviancy of pedophilia, uh, many times that is just the process of, um, of this. It starts with a lot of porn. Porn is, porn escalates. It's so fast. Hey, hometown bear. Today's a dark one. You may not want to hear this one, but it's, it's important until the only thing that can squirt to is transgender amputee midgets in a, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's why when you see people caught watching trans porn, what are they actually aroused by? Chicks with dicks, you know, violent sex, gangbangs, anal, choking. It's been normalized, but it's fucking bad, dude. It's because it's causing harm. That's, that, that's what makes you... And so the most harm you can do is a kid. All right. Um, they can be healed as long as the surgery isn't done. That's why they're obsessed with trans surgery because you can't heal. You know, once they cut off your penis and testicles, once they drill a hole in your pelvis, you know, and get you on all these drugs, it's so hard to heal that that is what makes the psychopath feel incredible. And the psychopath inside him is a black hole. And it's, and so he also talked about what causes sociopathy and what causes psychopathy. This is going to sound scary and it should, 
you know, you don't have to be raised by Ted Bundy to become a psychopath. It's when you go against your conscience so long that you don't feel it anymore. Can't heal from years of hormone therapy. Yeah, but mentally, spiritually, you can heal. I think you can heal from just about anything. But it's, it gets harder and harder and harder. And you'll never have a family of your own. Okay, so, uh, and that's, that's all the psychopath wants. The psychopath wants you to be in pain. Like, think of the movie um, uh, Saw. The Saw was a movie to try and get you to empathize with the psychopath. They do it all the time in Hollywood. Like, he's really trying to free people. I, oh, the Saw guy, he's the good guy. Because he gets off on torture and harm. Um, same with that, like, Hostile. There's a ton of people that want to hurt people. You know? BB, this whole thing is destruction of family. So if you're a hunter, like... Longbow bear is about to teach a bunch of bears how to hunt uh, deer in the Ozarks. So you figure out where they walk. You figure out, uh, you know, where the deer are grazing, what their habits are, where your stand should be, how to camouflage yourself to a point when you understand deer better than they understand themselves. And then you get a deer and you eat it. There is no difference. I mean, there's a moral difference between hunting animals and hunting uh, a psychopath hunting other people. Obviously, Hunting animals is good. Hunting humans is horrifying. But that's how a psychopath looks. So if they're going to stalk their prey, what do they look for? Do you have discernment? Do you have people who trust you? You know, um, let me, uh, hang on, what else? What is it? They're looking for, I wrote it down while I was on my treadmill this morning. Consciousness and intuition prevent the psychopath. So intuition, you feel something's off. You know something's wrong with that guy. And everyone else says, no, that's the minister. That's the pastor. That's the senator. That's the congressman. That's the movie star. That's the CEO. You see why they all gravitate towards positions of institutional power. You know, you could say, oh, Big Bear, a lot of people listen to you. I have no institutional power. I'm literally an exiled comedian living in Idaho doing live streams on, you know, Russian Facebook. <laughs> It'd be very easy to demonize me with the way the media. So the, the psychopath, the tree stand for the psychopath is priest, minister, senator, congressman, CEO, all these, all these institutional positions because they hide. It's how you can't see them. And then if you say there's something wrong with Joe Biden, Joe Biden's way too handsy with little kids. There's something wrong with that guy. And someone goes, how dare you? He passed the Violence Against Women Act. And he's a sitting senator. You want to go against him? And then all these people are showering with praise. Oh, Joe Biden loves women. Joe Biden stopped violence against women. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. No, no, no. That's where the psychopath hides. That's why you see so many ministers, priests, rabbis, senators, congressmen, principals. You know, it's not about religion. It's not that Catholicism is pedophilia or something like that or like lutherans or the jews or whatever it's a position where the churchgoers and this guy's done so much work with pedophiles he says you see it a lot in church leadership because the church leader is invisible you know if if you have all these quote-unquote believers there wanting to believe that he's the connection to god and a little kid is like he touched me the little kid will be silenced the little kid will be isolated that's classic hunting strategy. 
And so the psychopath wants to demonize and gaslight anyone who sees them. Right? That's why there are troll farms. And I'm no victim. Don't get me wrong. We're doing great. (laughs) But I really wanted to understand why people hate me so much. Now, you can hate me, and that's fine. You can say, oh, Owen offends me, or he runs his mouth too much, or he was too much of a dick to me, and he banned me or something. But the hatred that a lot of the trolls feel is not logical at all, given what I talk about on streams compared to how society currently is. If it's just a do-gooder trying to um, expose an evil villain, there's thousands of them that are obviously way, way, way more in need of exposing than a persecuted comedian living in Idaho. (laughs) Okay? So what is it? It's because the people that can point at the psychopath and they're not afraid of the psychopath and they don't fall for the tricks of status and money and fear and all that stuff. They're like, okay, we have to gaslight them. We have to break their name so that no one trusts them and try and break their intuition and their conscience. I can't get my head around trolls. I'm explaining it three thought GM. And and guys, ignorance isn't going to be a valid excuse anymore. So just... The whole, why would they lie? I can't understand that. Oh, you're just seeing patterns. Oh, blah, blah, blah. We now have a, a, a clear as day. There is a industry that vaccinates kids, gets them on the spectrum, breaks families, uh, sterilizes them, chops off their genitalia and puts the kids into sex work. And they make billions of dollars on it. And they call you evil if you call it out. So if you can't currently see evil, you're either fucking evil or you're in a cult. And I don't have any patience for it anymore. You can say, oh, Owen does jokes about races in his barn. Okay, fine. Be offended. Don't listen to me. Don't care. But if you look at the way the current system is, that they clearly put carcinogens in food to give you cancer so that they can slowly kill you and take all your money. If you don't see that, And you don't see how fucking crazy that is. Joe Biden, a guy with dementia, just groping kids on camera every day. And you're like, but why would they lie? Because they want to inflict damage on the innocent. They're evil. Okay, and if you can't figure that out at this point, you're fucking useless. Go chew on your grain and go fucking be a part of their machine. All right? I, I hate to be harsh, but it's, it's getting to a point where, oh, but Owen Benjamin's crowdfunding for a campground. Yes. Imagine a time when things really, really get nuts. Don't you want to be part of a community with 183 acres in Missouri with really like-minded fucking neighbors? Do you not see the way out? It's one reason why a lot of grifters, because there's also financial psychopaths, They're not trying to drill a hole in your kid's penis, but they want your money, okay? And so the grifter despises me because I present solutions that they can't make money on. The grifter needs you to sit around thinking, I'm going to wear Steven Crowder's mask that says fight like hell on it. I'm going to get real mad about child trans stuff and never address Teva Pharmaceuticals making hundreds of billions of dollars on it out of Israel. No, I'm actually going to support legislation that makes it illegal to call that out in Florida. They're fucking psychopathic. Like American Psycho, like no conscience at all. 
And that comes from years and years and years of ignoring your conscience for whatever reason. It can be subtle. It can be simple. You can know something's wrong. Your, your morality says something's wrong. Your intuition says, this is what I see. And you don't listen. And slowly, slowly it dies. Okay, why do you think I'm so intuitive? Why do you think I can see patterns and people call me a time traveler and say I bat a thousand? Because I have my intuition intact. I have my conscience intact. I can look at somebody and get a bad feeling about them. And I listen to that voice. You have a voice from your gut, a voice from your heart, and a voice from your head. There's one reason why the chakra stuff isn't just bullshit, but it gets a little woo-woo. Your gut, don't trust it all the time. Your gut is emotional. Your gut will tell you a very emotional thing. Fight, flight, you know... Fear, your fear resonates in your gut. I have a gut feeling about this. You know, I really want this thing. Gut, gut, gut. Your gut will tell you things, but your heart will tell you more things. Your heart is is about love, God, you know, the good, the true, the beautiful. And then your brain is about logic. Your brain is like the calculator that can figure something out, just running the numbers. Well, in 2020, less people died than 2019. Huh, that's that's a flag. So why are we locking down? Does that have to do the global financial system and a depopulation? That's your brain. Your heart says like, will tell you things if you listen to your heart that are true. Your gut will engage in a fear response if you're, yeah, your three brains, exactly. And if you stop listening to your gut, tell you, get away from your uncle, get away from your uncle. Something's wrong here. Your boss, your boss, you know, something's wrong, something's wrong. And then your heart will be more subtle and your brain will do the math, you know? And if you don't assess that, like if you look at the moon landing and you say that makes perfect sense, at first it did not make sense. Little kids have great intuition. They go, but how can, but why? They're very trusting, but they can work through stuff. You know, if you tell a little kid without force or trauma that that meth head's tree fort made out of literal cardboard sat in a vacuum of like, a billion tor or whatever they measure a vacuum in. Like you would need seven feet of lead just to make a vacuum that they claim. And then they say it's a pressurized cabin where, you know, you can poke your finger through the tin foil. And we went there in 69 because we had the tech and then we destroyed the tech and we can't go back because we lost the tech. And we're really sorry. And we deleted all the proof. Okay. If you believe that you don't have intuition and you don't, your conscience is starting to get wary, all right? And so that's why they want you like that because you're the deer walking out into a field completely unaware that there's a guy staring at you with a fucking bow, okay? And so when people say, but why would they lie? Well, it's hunting 101. And they they like humiliation. They like trauma. They like it. And they don't stop. There's no reverse gear with these people. And when you look at what happened in 2013, there was a shift where clinical psychiatrists and psychologists and pharmaceutical companies can now make money on a diagnosis that your child is trans. All the financial psychopaths clicked into gear because they're everywhere. People that will sell out their morality, their word, their family for a dollar. I know people like that. I see them all the time. And those people are like, well, you got to make money. Sam Tripoli 
Sam Tripoli, much love, Sam, but he is a financial psychopath. In that stream I did with him, because they always tell you who they are. He said word for word, you can't get mad at a guy for making a buck. Really? So let's say you're making, Sam Tripoli, let's say you're making money selling a five-year-old hormone blockers and you just made a hundred grand surgically removing their penis and drilling a hole into their pelvis. Okay, uh, so I don't have a right to get mad at you for that. I don't have a right to call you out. He actually thinks that. He says, you can't get mad at a guy for making a buck. Okay, then you're a financial psychopath. Yes, I can. And I think you should be in prison. Okay? That's my actual belief. That if you're the type of person and you predate on people, you sell them drugs, you sell them fear, you sell them all this shit, and you justify it by you acquiring money justifies the horror you inflict on people and the trauma and the damage, you are a criminal. So now, why are the psychopaths getting extra scared and extra? Because the psychopath doesn't actually feel fear, but they do feel an incredible response when they're seen. Like, imagine what a hunter would feel if, all, if he's just standing in a field and he's, got, and he's looking out at 20 deer and they're all looking other ways and he's just analyzing, should I shoot him in the lungs or the heart or the brain? And all the deer just turn and look at him. And they all turn their bodies and face the hunter. What would the hunter feel? The hunter would feel the gut would kick in and say, run, nigger. And I don't mean that as a uh, pejorative against African-Americans. I just like the word. And because in this scenario, the odds the man is actually black is very, very low. Not a lot of black hunters in Missouri. But let's say, let's say uh, the, the, the deer all can see the hunter. Oh, he's right there. Right? And so, yeah, they respect the threat. Well, there's different levels. I think the sociopath, there's, I've, I've identified a lot of different types. So the sociopath would flee, get in their little covered wagon and go back to the Daily Wire or whatever. Oh, now the scam, they're on to us. The psychopath would almost get excited. They'd be like, game on and try and kill everybody. <laughs> you know, it's like the psychopath is in a very interesting position. Like they get, they're almost aroused by higher stakes. But they do adjust. They do change when you see them. And so when you see them and you call them out and it makes their hunting harder, different types, of, different types will react differently. One will like say, oh, this is exciting. I'm, I'm going to cut off a kid's dick in public square and eat it. That's where they're at, by the way. They're, they're, that's happening right now. They are currently sterilizing and amputating children's genital parts and putting them into sex work, and you're calling it brave. <laughs> you know? And so, okay, so the best way to prevent this, what's the best way to prevent this? Have inner knowing, have uh, a moral compass, because they can't get you to do anything that you're not willing to do. And they're real sloppy when they, when they get to the big leagues, because... This guy was talking about how there's a lot of psychopaths that blend in really well. Where you have your antisocial ones, they usually don't get a lot of victims. They end up in prison quickly. You know, the ones that are just whacking off with no pants on in the woods, chasing you around, those guys end up in jail. The ones that, that hide, like the Dexter Morgan uh, archetype in, in uh, Showtime's Dexter, 
where they can operate for years unnoticed. They figure out how to hide, how to pretend to be normal, all that stuff. And they're always, always looking for victims. And then what, what was the point I was getting to? But when you get to the more final stages of the psychopath's bloodlust, you know, I, from my experience, and I'd love to talk to this doctor about it. He just blew my mind today. Um, I, I want to know if it just keeps going. Like, are there psychopaths that can just operate without, uh, without acceleration? In retrospect, the Dexter show is so fucked up. Most of Hollywood is to normalize psychopathic behavior. You know, you'll like a character in a movie or a character in a show, and then you find out he likes to tie up his wife and beat her, and it's a healthy relationship. You know, that's always what they're trying to do. They're just grooming you to accept, 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 because it's so bad. And so when you get in late stage empire, like where we're at now, I want to know this because I don't know the answer to this. And I'd love to talk to somebody who was in prisons for 30 years interviewing these people and then going through their search histories and rooms. Uh, crazy how they have you rooting for the psychopaths. Yeah, they can't. They don't do that to me anymore. I want to see them all dead or in jail. You know, like that show, um, like that show, uh, uh, Ray Donovan. First season, I'm like, I hope he dies. I hope someone shoots this motherfucker. Like, I'm really not, my mind isn't wired to root for the bad guy anymore. It's, but I used to, I used to uh, think the bad guy was the interesting guy. I'd be like, wow, this guy's crushing. No, I, I literally have rewired my brain where I don't. I'm like, hopefully someone shoots this guy. Hopefully one of his victims, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, he's not a victim. He's just making a buck. Why was Dexter seen as a good guy? Because he was quote unquote, taking out murderers. He was a, a, a sexual psychopath and a serial killer, but he was trained to only kill bad guys, quote unquote. That doesn't exist in reality because they don't have morality. So they can't even assess who's good or bad. It's just victim, victim, victim. You know, okay, so what I would like to know, and if you guys know, uh, let me know. You can send me a letter. I'm done with comment sections on BitChute. I don't know. I do miss getting honest feedback from some good people, but I was identifying way too much real sick behavior. And it's all about boundaries. You don't get to talk to me that way. You know, it's one thing to be humbled. It's one thing to keep your ego in check and to allow criticism and to allow people to give you pushback. It's another thing to be, you know, to, to have people attempt to normalize sexual psychopathy. Thoughts on prison guys hunting pedos? Great. Uh, some psychos can learn morality through principles. I don't think so. I think they can mimic morality. I don't think they can ever learn it. I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty harsh on psychopaths. And you might, some of the big Paul guys might not understand that. And I realized that theoretically as a Christian, everyone has a path to redemption. That being said, I'm pretty fucking... Um, you know, low tolerance for psych psychopaths. I'm not looking to rehabilitate them. Now, they can always have a path to uh, redemption in the afterlife, but not here anymore. I think once you violate a child or once you show to be a psychopath, I think uh, it's time to, to take, a, take a breather from this realm, you know? Because uh, I don't, I can, I, you can mimic, you can mimic uh, being normal, but those people, those people can be the most dangerous.
But what I want to know, which I don't know, is is it always accelerating? Like, is Trump to a place now where he wants everyone to see it and he wants to laugh about it? I don't know. Like, can you just be a meat and potato psychopath where you you do your little horrifying thing and you never get caught and it's enough for you? Or do you have... Because the way it was described to me in this podcast and what I've seen with my own experience is porn escalates you. Porn is why... One of the reasons why psychopathic behavior is escalating so quickly. Because you first watch porn, then you start getting into degradation porn, and then you start getting into furries. And people say, oh, furries, no, nothing wrong with furries. No, it's, it's getting you there to bestiality. It's getting you closer to being able to wear a mask in public, acting out a fantasy of having sex with an animal, uh, which by definition is harm, which by definition should be, result in your execution, in my opinion. Um, because then it just keeps going. And then, and the soft hearted people, the ones saying, oh, they can all rehabilitate. Okay. So if he violates one more kid, that's on you. So if someone said to a, uh, a pedophile or, uh, you know, one of these, uh, bleeding hearts and said, uh, uh, and, and the bleeding heart was like, yeah, yeah, he's raped 10 kids, but he's learned. He promises he stopped watching porn. He's been chemically castrated. And someone said, okay, we'll send him out into society, but if he violates one kid, we're going to kill you. Do you think they'd agree to that? No, because they don't care. They don't actually give a fuck. You know they're going to violate again. They always violate again. And so pedophiles in prison, 100% of them had a relationship with child rape porn. And not only do they like the porn, they like to spread it and share it. Andrew Tate, in my opinion, is one of the worst sexual psychopaths alive because he wants people to see what he is and he wants them to join him. The choking, and guys, when you, oh, how dare you? There's no evidence. He, he loves fucking young girls because he says it has a, a bigger effect on them, that they'll always remember him. He brags about that. Damage. He also brags about choking and beating. And you can say, oh, it's contentable. It's contentable. No, no, no. That's sexual deviancy. And he wants others to join him and he wants others to see him do it. And that is a path every time to pedophilia. Because if you're on a spectrum, like let's say you really like cars and you're like, oh man, I like this car. And you just keep liking more and more cars. You're going to keep going. You're not just going to one day be like, I don't like cars anymore. If you're addicted to Coke, you're going to do more and more Coke. If you're addicted to damage, you're aroused only from uh, damaging people sexually. What makes you aroused will start becoming normalized. And then you'll need more and more and more. And that's one reason why these people are attracted to religions. Because they want the ultimate deviancy. They want to do it in front of a group of people that claim they believe in God and beauty and, you know, all that stuff. They want you to see them do it and have nothing. And there's nothing you can do about it. Power, status, you know, and I'm, I've seen it a lot. I was, I've just seen it a lot in my life. And I know that I'm very protective and I'm very adamant about this. We could all take a lesson from the tightrope story of the great Blondini. I don't know what that is. Uh, This is 100% true, dated a damaged girl. Yeah, and the girls 
carry that damage. You can get past it, you know, but it's hard. It's hard and it and it's always there a little bit. Deviancy isn't a part of the body. Yeah, and I know some of you guys might be like, oh man, am I a psychopath? Uh, the big question to ask yourself is are you aroused by harm? By pain? By damage? And if so, yeah, you are. Ugliness. Permanent damage. You know, that type of shit. If you're around, there's a, you know, if you're just really like beautiful women, you like coming, you like pleasure, you like seeing people happy, you like feeling like you're really attractive. You know, that's a different type of uh, sexual identity. And that's a problem. Don't get me wrong. Like that can lead to a lonely uh, life of just nothing. You know, there's a vacancy to that. But if you look at a girl and you think, how can I damage her? You're a psychopath, you know, and don't, you know, and so one of the reasons I'm saying this is not because I want the psychopath to be like, man, you really helped me. No, I don't want you spreading it and bragging about it anymore. I don't want you spreading it to the fucking kids anymore. Because if you can raise a kid to a a good enough age where they have an internal compass They're going to spend the rest of their life with a better protection against psychopaths. They'll see through you. They have intuition. They can say, there's something wrong with this guy. Why are they giving you free Krispy Kreme donuts to take a medical injection? I've never seen that before. That doesn't make any sense to me. Why is, I like Donald Trump when he was going at Bill Gates for vaccines. And now he's the biggest vaccine salesman in the world. Huh? That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. You understand? If you get an internal intuition and an internal conscious conscience, you're not as easy to be preyed upon. And that's why they hate people like me. They hate people like Vox. They hate people like all these homesteaders that are telling people, okay, because what, what does a psychopath look for? Dependency. Dependency. Vulnerability. You need them food stamps, don't you, Shaniqua? Yeah, yeah, I need them food stamps. Okay. What do you want to do for those food stamps? You're going to be humiliated? They like welfare. They like dependency. They like that shit. They want you to not have an internal compass where you get to discern the world around you. That you get to say, you know, I don't think we're on a spinning ball. And someone says, oh, how dare you? How dare you? You're gone insane. Why do you care how I view the shape of the world? Not one plane will crash. There will be a zero consequence to my opinion that the world is flat. Why do you give a shit? Is it because you're scared that someone has the right to have an opinion? That I'm not just going to regurgitate what known psychopath people are saying? That I don't trust NASA? I don't trust the World Economic Forum? I don't trust the Pope? I don't trust Bill Nye, the science guy that's trying to normalize a four-year-old having a fucking gender reassignment surgery? My analysis of these people is only what type of psychopath are you? Are you in it for the money or do you, can you only get an erection with uh, pain? That's what they're worried about. That, what if I'm wrong? What if we're actually on a ball? No way. I was wrong. I fucking, this, this one guy convinced me in a comment section. Oh, no way. What does it matter? What they're scared of is not that. It's they're scared that you get to have your own opinion. You get to trust your intuition. 
You get to watch those towers come down and say, that looks like a controlled demolition. You get to look at the moon landing and say, that doesn't look very real to me. Oh, how dare you? Now, sorry, psychopath. You don't get to control my inner world. I don't trust you. I have every right to not believe what you believe. So what's the number one thing uh, that they don't want? Communities. Communities that emphasize a lack, no sexual deviancy, um, high morality, high trust, uh, families, and uh, being able to discern the world around you. And you having a right to be able to say, you know, I don't trust Paul. Still consider myself a Christian. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? You can't be, you can't be this. You're, you're not allowed in the group there, man. Okay, no problem. One thing about the Bears that's so cool is we're all like that. You know, we all have that understanding. There's Catholic bears and Orthodox bears and Protestant bears and Muslim bears and Jewish bears and agnostic bears and Buddhist bears and Hindu bears and blah, blah, blah. The one thing we have in common is you have a right to figure out the world around you. I don't have a right to force your inner world to change your theology. If I thought I had that right, yeah, then you can call me a cult leader, but I'm not a cult leader. You have every right to discern the world around you. You don't have a right to damage people. You don't have a right to prey on people, to treat people like commodities. Okay, that was what I wanted to talk about when it came to, um, there's a little bit more. So, yeah, so the sociopath wants to benefit. The psychopath wants an effect. It's a big difference. The sociopath, most, so many people in high finance are definitely sociopathic. Where they see people as a commodity, they see no problem with lying, they don't have an intuition, and they want to benefit. And when you start seeing them for what they are, they hide or run away and they sell their snake oil uh, down the path. That's much more common. There's a lot of psychopaths too, though. The psychopath wants to affect you. They want to damage you. They want to hurt you and humiliate you. And there's a difference. Um, Okay, they gravitate towards power, control, and status. And so when you look at the paid trolls, because there's a question that we keep thinking, why are people going so far? They're trying to call radio stations in Missouri to say I'm a cult leader who hates, hates this and starts a militia. Why? What do you got against me? Is it because I'm hurting your your cattle, because I'm educating your potential victims? Is that what it is? Because that makes no sense otherwise. And forget about me. Look at these homesteading channels that are doing nothing but telling people how to grow food. What's your problem with them? The psychopath sees that and says, I can't control them. I can't anticipate them. I can't put them in a box. I can't Shame them. I can't make them dependent on me and make them do things for me. So I will destroy them. You know, that's what it is. It's like, if you don't go along, I see you as an enemy. And that's what they're doing. And I'm not afraid of these people. I see them as trash, maggots, you know, bottom feeders. Just bottom feeding trash that tries to nip at the weak that get off on abusing and generally mutilating children for money. And since they don't have a reverse gear, 
This is going to go to a place where it's going to get biblical. Because more and more people are now becoming aware that the science is currently run by psychopaths. No one listens to the radio. It doesn't matter. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. And if people get scared off about what I'm doing because some gaslighting tranny psychopath freak getting paid by an NGO talk shit about me, good riddance. I'm not looking for numbers. I'm looking for quality. BB, I have a question. If gender is a construct, then why are people changing to the opposite sex? Makes no. I'm telling you why. Because a psychopath wants to cause as much damage and harm as possible. To sterilize a child and, and amputate their genitals and then put them on SSRIs and then encourage them to go into the sex trade is the most evil shit you can do to a child. They do it in public and they want you to praise it. Fuck them. They're a menace. Speak the truth. Anything they offer you in exchange for compliance is poison. And I played that Trump shit. I don't need to play you guys Biden. You know, I said, oh, why don't you play Biden? Why are you going against Trump? Because my audience doesn't fucking like Biden. Why would I have to do that? You know, Biden sucks. You know, Biden's a psychopath. Do you know Trump's a psychopath? I do it because it helps you. Now, the psychopathic grifting comedian podcaster would figure out what his audience likes and regurgitate it to them in exchange for money. Steven Crowder, all those people, fucking nutbags. You want to really help people not fall for the spells? You show them that their idol displays the same behavior as their enemy's idol. That's how you can actually set people free. That's how you can actually get them to have a resistance against psychopaths. Why do you think I broke the, the dogma shit of Christianity? Of like, oh, how dare you? How dare you? I get to have my own belief system. You don't get to tell me that I have to do a certain chant or pay a certain asshole to get to fucking heaven. That's psychopathic behavior. Same with the politics. Oh, the red team's the good one. The blue team's the good one. They're, no, no, no. No. They both display the same behavior. They see you as a commodity and they like to inflict harm. When you say Joe Biden, I think Joe Rowan. Yeah. I don't need to break the spell of Joe Biden with 99%. There's nobody here. Of the 50,000 people that listen to me every day, I would say there's zero, I'm not even kidding, zero people that look at Joe Biden and are like, now that's a president. Now that's a good guy. That guy, that guy's really bringing dignity to the White House. So why would I need to mock him? What's the point? Is there any benefit you would get from that? To just sit around and go, yeah, Trump's coming, everybody. Trump's going to save us. No, Trump is the same fucking monster. And so when I say that, thousands of people say, oh, I'm a bought and paid show. Oh, Salty Cracker was wrong about you. I just got that on my telegram. Some bitch banned immediately. Get out of here. Go back to, you know, and I like Salty Cracker, not talking shit. But it's like, don't you see that Trump's secretly going to put, no, Trump got you to take a fucking injection that may kill your kids. And he never apologized. He made money on it. And now he's bragging about it. Do you not know what a predator looks like? Oh, so you like Joe Biden? 
So does that mean you like Joe Biden? No, it doesn't. It means I can identify predators. And want to know who hates that? Predators. And I went at these people hard on Twitter. I That one, this is the irony about it. Apparently, I do have one psychopathic trait, according to John, that, that dude I just listened to this morning. I talked about this already. But a psychopathic trait is to say, I will burn everything to the ground and sit on the ashes just so you feel pain. And I, I, I felt that way about the trans child movement. And I literally did that. Lost my agent, lost my manager, lost my career. I eventually lost my Twitter, my Facebook, my Instagram, my PayPal, my Airbnb. And I, I, I was like, I will burn all of it so that you feel the fire. And the irony about the psychopath is... Is that one psychopathic quality about me one of the reasons I took out such a bite out of their little operation? I would love to talk to this guy about that, man. Because I've never talked to a psychiatrist, like a clinical guy that I respect. Like usually I'm like, oh, you just, you're, a, you're a shill. You're making money, damaging people. Like I don't care. I would love to talk to someone who actually understands the science of this shit. Like not, not the perverted science to protect everybody and make billions of dollars. I want to know, can you have one psychopathic trait? <laughs> Not psycho, but a masculine trait, BB. Yeah, but apparently it's like to inflict damage on yourself in order to damage someone else apparently is psychopathic. Uh, and I totally have that. Like I would be the, I learned that in laser tag too. Like when I was playing laser tag the other day, I'm the type of dude that will take all the hits as long as I get to shoot who I, my target is. <laughs> which I mean if I'm being objective that's a little you know I'm like you will go down even if I'm going down too um, you know and out of that this is why I don't think it's bad because out of it came so much fruit <laughs> like out of that trait of mine I have such a loyal audience and like my family's crushing Amy respects the fuck out of me my wife is like and our four kids they like View me as a as a good strong guy. Um, it's an honor culture trait. One trait doesn't make you a psycho. Yeah, I don't. I've never been. I've never enjoyed harm sexually. I I, I considered myself a deviant because I was promiscuous. But uh, I guess the actual definition of deviant is uh, is harm. Um, you know, it's like, I've never once felt that way about a woman ever once. I've never, I've never once been like, if you feel pain, I'll get a boner. Like that to me is fucking crazy. <laughs> I think my buddy's watching right now. I think he has some insights. Hang on a second. Um, selflessness and selfishness is on a bell curve with a majority in neutrality, extreme selflessness and extreme selfishness can exhibit the similar behaviors with completely different intentions and circumstances. Yeah, I, I, I probably have more selflessness, which is pretty ironic to what I've been accused of. But in classic inversion, in classic sulfur inversion, they accuse you of what you, they are. Like, you know, I, uh, I would be the type that could go down with, I'm, no, I hate drowning. I would do anything to get off a fucking sinking ship. 
But I, I really have been shown in the past that uh, I really am not super, you know, attached <laughs> to any of my ego traits. Like I'll take poverty or humiliation or even death as long as I get to, you know, if I see a real evil, I will, I will storm the fucking hill. Like I, I really have that trait to a point where me and Amy have had to talk about it, where she's like, you got to be here for the kids. And I am, I'm like, I'm what I, I've developed a lot of safety, but I'm the type of guy that'd be like, cause people thought I was nuts. They're like, you've developed this extremely successful career in Hollywood. And now people are starting to see that I wasn't nuts, which is awesome because they're seeing the evil of it. They were like, how dare you? I mean, yeah, there's tranny kids. Like, why would you destroy everything? I'm like, this is the most evil thing. This is worse than any horror movie I've ever seen. And they're asking me to sign off on it. Like, like to be an investor in hostile, you know, how can you do that? And they're like, you know, because my connection to the portrait hanging to me at the improv, my money, my status, uh, you know, any of that, I was like, burn it all. And I, I literally didn't hesitate. Ask, you can ask Amy next time she does a stream. There was no hesitation. I lost a book deal where they paid me 60 grand up front, had to pay it back and lose money. My dad wouldn't talk to me. Friends I'd have for years. I'm like, you, I'll burn it all, you know? But it was, it was definitely more on the selflessness angle because I was like, because it was all attached to my ego. I wasn't like, I'll kill you to, you know, it wasn't like, uh, like the, the psychopath would be like, if you leave me, I'll kill you. Or if I can't have you, no one can, right? For me, it was like, I will give up what I have so that people see what's coming. Do you get residuals? No, I haven't gotten residuals in years and I don't even care. They can keep it. I haven't gotten a SAG residual in years. I'm sure they figured out how to do something and I'd have to fight it. Keep it. Keep the money. May you live a thousand years, you bunch of fucking psychopaths. They sterilize and amputate children's genitals, put them on SSRIs and encourage them to do sex work. You signing off on that, huh? You signing off on that? And now all those people that signed off on it are shells because the dark rider throws each other off the horse. This, this is why when people say God wins in the end, it's a fact. Now, you can debate on whether or not it's the Islamic revelation of Muhammad and Jesus returning and beating the fuck out of everybody, or is it the, the Christian one where it's Jesus with the rod, or is it this or that? I don't really care that much about that because the, the bottom line is God wins. Why? Because that world can't win. It's self-defeating. It's a logical impossibility. It's beyond ourself. So our self could die. Yeah, great, whatever. But if, if you accept that psychopathic worldview, you end up eating each other and yourself. There's no way to win. It's actually a coder could figure out revelation. I mean, not like divine revelation, all that, but they can't win because they end up becoming the enemy of each other. So the psychopath will start, if, unless you have logos or morality or a sense of, uh, um, what's it called, um, consciousness and intuition, you will get at a world where it's just a pack of hyenas ripping themselves apart. And the beauty is every child, in my opinion, is born innocent.
Like you get a new chance every generation to get to start again. Yeah, the opening scene of The Dark Knight, exactly. That's why I'm against um, uh, original sin. I understand the theory behind it. The fact we have free will is the ability to eat from the uh, one tree, God forbid us. I get all that. But a baby's innocent. A baby's a, a, a fresh start. A baby's not born gay. A baby's not born a psychopath. A baby's not born to do bad things. Okay, that's why I push back on original sin. And I have every right to do that. I have every right to do that. I have a right to my own intuition. My gut, my heart, and my mind tell me that a baby is not born in sin. You know, and St. Augustine saying that sin is in the sperm, you know, that's the type of guy that wants to chop off testicles, in my opinion, even though he did have some good insights. But um, that's what they used to do for castrados, all these Catholics and all these people. They would clip the testicles of a child to keep them pure for life. Are you signing off on that, Catholics? You always say, oh, well, uh, how dare you? Okay, the Catholic Church for like, I don't know, what, a thousand years? They would intentionally clip, they brag about it, it's not, you don't need Alex Jones documents, they clip the testicles of a child to keep them pure, and to keep their voice pure, because the sperm, the evil's in the sperm. Yeah, I'm not signing off on that. I don't care if I lose fucking viewers or I can't crowdfund my fucking land in Ozarks. I'm going out on a limb with all this shit. You want to, oh, land scam. Oh, really? You fucking NGO freaks. You fucking broken psychopaths. I'm putting myself out on a line on that shit. Oh, so, so do we all own it? No, you don't get to buy land for $400, retard. I own it. And I am now in a contract where I have to buy a lot more of it and I have to crowdfund more money that I don't have. Okay? That's called faith. And it's for the group. You want to put your name on that? You want to do it? Go the fuck ahead. I guarantee you won't do it because you don't want the risk because you're a dirty little fucker. I have the ability of doing this. So I now am contractually obligated to buy 150 more acres. You know, we're hundreds of thousands of dollars away from that. And our donations went down a lot. Am I scared? No. Whatever happens, will happen. When I sued Patreon, they almost, they tried to take my house. Where the fuck were all the grifters complaining about Patreon? When me and 72 bears put our names and our lives on the line, our financial lives on the line and selflessness to go at the demon, the Patreon is pushing trans porn, pedophilia. Do not fear these people. What world do you want to live in? A world where you cuck to that and hold on to your precious money in your life? Oh, yeah, you want to you troll me, fuckers, and say, oh, Lanscan, Lanscan. Okay, why don't you do it then? Anybody with an audience, Tim Pool, all you guys, why don't you guys fucking do what I'm doing? I'll tell you why they don't do it, because there's risk and there's no personal reward. You get into a contract where you got to buy a bunch of land, you don't know if you can raise the money. You get to go there once a year. It's 27 hours away. And it's going to require a ton of effort and money that probably would have just went to you in a super chat. You want to do that? Go the fuck ahead. I know why you don't do it because you're a little dirty fucking liar. I'll be donating the second wave. What I'm saying isn't just to get you to donate, by the way. I'm just, 
I have faith. I'm not upset. I'm not scared about it. I'm just letting you know that the accusations are actually the opposite. You want to go face the Pharisee at the Boundary County uh, Zoning Commission and for three hours listen to people call you a Nazi and a racist and scary and frightful and that you inspire hate? You want to do that? You call that a land scam? You want to go get a lawyer and fight for the American way of life, for private property where we can do and teach and act the way we want without porn and without psychopathic predation on our own land, without the debt of a bank? Why aren't, why aren't more people doing it? Because it is selfless. And, they, and these fuckers almost get you to believe the shit they say about you. That's one of the, the, the strategies of the psychopath. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. Scam, 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 scam. To the point where I'm almost like, man, like, are they right? Am I bad? No, I'm not. That's what they do. It's bullshit. The Castrato thing is creepy as hell. Yeah. And the Catholics that sign off on Castratos, because they'll, they'll, they'll come up with an excuse. They'll say, oh, how dare you? They just needed... It was beautiful. Sin is in the balls. No. No. And, if, and I don't like Paul. I think Paul acted like a fucking psychopath. Okay. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I have a right to have these opinions. Someone send me a rollerblade wheel. I'm a little fired up. I got to calm down. I'm now starting to attack people. You know, someone who's been dead for 1900 years. Jesus, big man. Hang on, let's see if I got any coffee. Nice. All right, right. Rockfin. Let's do it. Received a tip from Old Major. Thanks. Mohammed said, quit promiscuity and porn two years ago. It wasn't easy, but it definitely helped me heal. Feels like I don't have to feed a pet demon anymore. Being consistent with prayer helped me the most. Watching your stream helped too. It was the affirmation I needed from a community that isn't hypocritical. Awesome to hear, Mohammed. Peace be upon you as well. Um... Yeah, dude, a lot of people are damaged. A lot of people are under spells, porn. I'm no, when people say, oh, humble yourself, I have. I'm not going to lie and say I was into pain. I'm not a psychopath. But think about if you were a psychopath trying to hunt innocence, how would you do it? How would you try and break people? How would you try to normalize? How would you try to gaslight? Ruin their internal compass. The fact that it is now an open, open business, an industry traded on the stock exchange, that you get to sterilize and genitally mutilate little kids for money, little kids that were probably molested. When a little kid wants to be the other sex, it's probably because they're being abused by a parent a guardian, a priest, a minister, a rabbi, a teacher, a senator. And so instead of getting help or healing or being taken away from the monster, they get their cocks and balls chopped off. They get their pelvis drilled into. And as the body attempts to heal the wound, they're told that their vagina needs to dilate. They get put on hormone blockers so they don't become a man or a woman. And then they get encouraged to go into the sex trade via Patreon and uh, what's it called? OnlyFans. Andrew Tate's whole world. Andrew Tate being sexually aroused by choking women is in the same realm as pedophilia. 
And it's a, it's a fucking moving walkway and it goes there. So yeah, I, I do have that fearlessness that comes from, I know what these people do. What kind of world do you want to live in where you don't fight back? And fighting back isn't killing everybody and being a, a uh, what's it called, a vigilante. It's community building. It's setting up systems where they can't take advantage of you anymore. Where that government check will start coming with, uh, you know, you have to take a shot. That shot may cause you autism. That shot may impair you, make you a... Um, uh, a client for life. We need to protect the population. I don't give a fuck if you think we went to the moon or not, or if you're a Catholic or whatever, I don't care. You need to get more independent from the system. The system is a psychopath. And I'm not saying to overthrow the system because the system will always exist as long as people have damage. But how do you live in the world, but not of the world? How do you get yourself less easily preyed upon by a psychopath, high trust communities, no 10 people within 10 miles, have your food supply not be filled with poison and be cheaper than what's going on in stores right now. Set up your own businesses, service-based local businesses that will never go away. Trees need to be cut. Plows need to come through your driveway. Things need to be transported. Food needs to be grown. These things are never going away. It doesn't matter what the fuck the federal reserve does. And keep your morality up. Keep your intuition up. No one else has the right to tell you what you see, what your intuition tells you. They can shame you and gaslight you and try and get you to break. When, you're like, when they're like, the simplest question, hmm, why would they give you an experimental vaccine at Krispy Kreme with a free donut? And if someone gaslights you and say, how dare you? You want your grandma to die. That's how pedophiles act. Don't tell anyone or I'll kill your parents. You understand? Identify them. You don't have to kill them. You don't have to do any of that shit. That doesn't even help. It'll give them more strength, more like uh, ability to lobby. Martyr. You know, they, martyrs don't, don't help. First, you resist. Then you grow the culture. Share this stream with people. Grow the culture so that less people are vulnerable to it. Then the more people are less vulnerable to it, the more you can easily identify the behavior. And it all starts with porn. It all starts with um, a broken conscience. Doing what you know is wrong, but being afraid to change. Over time, you won't know it's wrong anymore. And that's the sad reality to it. The physical chemistry of your brain will start shifting. Your intuition will no longer speak to you. It's, it could literally be the unforgivable sin in the Bible, where you become callous, where you can no longer feel the Holy Spirit, which is right and wrong. When, you can't, when, you become, when your heart is calloused to your intuition, that intuition, you could call that God talking to you, Oh, how dare you? Only God through the Father and the Son and the, and the penis hat and the t- testicles. Fuck that. Your heart, God will speak to you in your heart. You know what's right and wrong. You trust your instincts. You know your intuition. You know what's beautiful and good. You know what's damage. You know, you get a feeling as to not trust somebody. 
go with that. And don't let anybody tell you you're wrong. One question you always ask yourself, if you're wrong, will it cause damage? And assess that. It's usually not. When people freak out and they act like like your opinion is going to cause damage, bullshit. Bullshit. Oh, how dare you? If you don't inject, you kill grandma. Do you have any evidence for that? Only, only the words of people I know are psychopathic that want to cause damage to me. No. Kang Lee says, soup, soup, soup of chat. Thank you. Want to know what would be better for grandma if you insisted that porn became illegal? Why, if people care so fucking much about their grandma, why aren't people talking about NGO foods and all this shit? Genetic or GMO foods and all, like all this stuff that hurts grandma. You know, the, 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 the desecration of our financial system because of universal usury. You care about grandma? You care about grandma? Why don't people want to build up communities where people visit grandma and ask her to tell stories, keep her mind going? You know, don't give her foods filled with aluminum so she loses her fucking mind. Don't put her in a little home where she's alone all day taking pills, staring at the TV screen. You care about grandma? Fucking care about grandma. If someone says you have to inject poison in your body and you can't hug your grandmother, they don't care about grandma. They're psychopaths and they like damage. Lefty Bear says, paying gay away. Thank you. Toronto Jude. Buildings dropped like flies so 40 Wall Street could be great again. Yeah, I think, I think uh, Donald Trump is an extreme psychopath. He bragged when 9-11 happened the day of that his building was now the tallest in downtown Manhattan. You cannot justify that behavior. That was, ni- that was over 20 years ago. That was 22 years ago. You, don't, you think he's gotten better? He was like, I just talked to some very important people. It turns, out, it turns out my building is now the tallest. He said that as there was still bodies screaming and burning in the streets. You, your intuition will tell you that only a certain type of person would talk that way on 9-11. The first thing they think is, is my building now the tallest? It wasn't. Are more buildings coming down? No, because he was probably in on the whole thing. If you're a building owner in Manhattan on 9-11-2001, why wouldn't you be worried that a plane was going to hit your building or other buildings? Maybe because you knew it was only going to be two? You see how easy psychopaths are to see? And then you think the world is going to be so excited for you when you tell them that your building is now the tallest? Do you think he's gotten... Better over the last 20? Oh, you did have Trump to read with the dumb. You like Joe Biden. Broken ass people, man. Stay the fuck away from me. Stealth Bear. I read a note from Pope Benedict dated 2008. If you read this aloud today, you'll be banned from banks. I don't. The Catholic Church is not a valid alternative to the Jews. Hate to break it to you guys. Hate to break it to all the people saying, there's Catholics and there's Jews. Pick a side. Okay. The people that castrated little boys for a thousand years? No, no, I'm good. The people that commissioned Michelangelo to fucking turn angels into naked babies with cocks all over the walls? Do you not see that that's a problem? Well, it's not as bad as the Jew. No, I would argue that the Jews are better than that. 
The Jews are less likely to do child porn in public. I've, I've yet to see a Jews publicly castrate little boys and call them pure. Okay? So I know a lot of people love how I mock the Jews because you think I'm on some side. I'm not. I mock psychopathic behavior. A lot of it is amongst Jewish people. But if you say, oh, and a lot of it is because they have so much power right now. Power draws psychopathic behavior. It also slowly makes you see people as commodities. You know, in their defense, if you're running, if you're basic, if you're a farmer, it's tough to name your cows that you're going to kill. And they're basically farmers of man. You think the Vatican would be any better? Look at them without power. Look at the Vatican after being humiliated from all the pedophile, pedophiles running rampant in their churches. Imagine them owning the World Bank. You're telling me they'd be better than the Jews? You're fucking crazy. Oh, I'm coming for you now. Go ahead, dude. Not my first rodeo, man. JT, is there a way to downhill these streams in audio? It's killing my data plan. Yeah, it, I, I was just talking about that to Connington today. Uh, it's on Telegram. You can download audio and you can also, we're going to put them on, uh, you know, uh, podcast. I've been kicked off all the podcasts. I'm not allowed on iTunes. I'm trying to get on Stitcher. <clears throat> I'm trying to get on as many places as possible, but there's a reason psychopaths don't like me and it's not victim co- uh, consciousness. I will show you 20 podcasts in the top 50 that advocate for horror, damage, destruction, war, you know, pushing false flag attacks to get America into more wars, pushing hardcore drugs on children, pushing trans hormones on five-year-olds and then amputating their penises. Why not me? Am I, so I'm worse. Why? Because I point out what they're doing. So I encourage you guys to download these and upload them anywhere you can. I don't need money. I don't need anything. The more people hear this, the less they can get away with this shit. Do you think every doctor who performs the transgender surgeries are psychopathic? They must be. Yes. They should all be in prison or murdered or killed. If you've cut off the penis of a child and cut off their testicles and drilled a hole into their pelvis, you should be in fucking prison. You're a psychopath. Oh, well, we're going to lobby against you. Not my first rodeo, dude. I, it, it's helped me a lot to know why they come at me so hard. It's because I'm exposing it. I mean, like, just say it out loud. Say out loud what they're doing. You know, and how it's not only not fought against, it's encouraged and it's traded on the New York Stock Exchange and it's out of Israel. And they hide behind their little Holocaust cloak. Oh, we're the permanent victim. You can't criticize us, says the psychopath. You are worse than Dr. Mengele. If Dr. Mengele is even the worst of what these people say, you're worse. The people doing these tranny surgeries are worse than Mengele. You're convincing people that in order to be whole, you have to cut parts of them off. Okay? You're doing what's called war crimes, crimes against humanity. You should all be lined up against a fucking wall. 
If you think Dr. Mengele was evil, they're worse. You know, and then you leave these broken bodies. And I know that there is a sexual component to wanting to get, uh, remove the testicles and penis of children. You're hiding the fact that they were clearly being abused. You're not even looking into that. Why do they not want to be a boy anymore? Maybe it's because someone in the family's treating them like a girl. Okay? And then you're convincing them that the, in order to be whole, they have to be cut and drilled a hole into them. And then the depression kicks in, so you give them drugs. And then they're not functional in society, so you get them into sex work. And then you blame everyone who calls out the horror, and you say, we're full of hate. Fuck you. And I'm not the only one. And you don't need that many people to see it to keep this shit from going to the next level. So yeah, if you can get these streams on something that's easy to share or anything, go for it. I'm fine with that. I want this message spread. I want these people to know I can see them and I'm not the only one and I'm not encouraging people to kill them. I think a just response would be a legal execution. That isn't happening. Taking matters in your own hands, you very easily can commit murder, not realize it, ruin your life, not be able to fucking raise your own family, martyr some monster. No, what you need to do is what I've been telling you to do for years now. Form your own local communities, trust your intuition, stop watching pornography, heal Heal your body. Heal your mind. Speak the truth. Pray to God. And then, and then have it be fun. Instead, why, that, that Lord Bear, you want to know what kind of porn to look at? Look at greenhouse porn. Look at this. Me and my wife have been staring at this picture like Lord Bear probably stares at a gaping anus of a runaway. That's beautiful. Right? You want to fucking beat porn? Get into homestead porn. Me and Amy have been talking about this for, for like a week now. We want, how great would it be to have like three feet of stone around like a, a year-round heated window, you know, thick windows, iron, maybe a gothic look. You know, you could have a citrus tree in there. You know, indulge yourself with beauty, but not porn. We indulge ourselves all the time with like new foods. That's why I'm fat. I I have been crushing on the treadmill though. Like get really into projects, home projects. Think about how to really design a chicken coop. It will replace it to the point where if you looked at your gaping anuses again, you will be disgusted. I have have hope for you, Lord Bear. I think you're going to heal. I think you're going to heal, Lord Bear. You know? Uh, but start looking at actual beauty. BB doing a homestead phone line is hilarious. Stone walkway, year-round, heirloom. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, you know, some, some stupid-ass fucking truther will go, Oh, really? Look at the checkerboard floor. Illuminati much? Blah! All right. Base Bear has a half-buried greenhouse with loads of citrus growing in Virginia due to his legend. 
Yeah, that's my dream. Dude, just dream different. Oh, that's a good idea. Bury it. Get it deep in there. Get it deep in the ground. See? You see, listen to how I'm talking. It's like, that's... You can indulge yourself, man. I'm talking about getting deep into the ground and shit. Uh, I think we should not use porn when describing good things. Yes, great call, Iron Man Bear. I'm just transitioning Lord Bear, you know, when it came to ideas. But yeah, it should be... Uh, we shouldn't say porn. Someone come up with something. Okay, so that's going to conclude... Um, uh, my talk on the dark arts. Castrati is the plural of castrato. Eye candy. Yeah, but it's not even candy. What about uh, pleasure? Someone pleasure. Eye fruit. Yeah, it sounds gay though. You know, someone sent me a rollerblade wheel today. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Did I get to everything? Oh yeah. I realize now that my paranoia was believing that everyone could see what I could see <laughs> and they weren't, they weren't doing anything about it. I now realize a lot of people can't see that far ahead. Did I get the UAs? No, hit me with super chats and I got a lot of letters to read. I'm very excited. Woodshop bear came from big. I got dogwood bear here. I got stone bear. But the good news is if you were violated as a kid, apparently... That, do that doesn't mean you're going to be a pedophile. In fact, um, that's one of those myths being pushed on people by pedophiles, in my opinion. There is cycles of abuse, obviously, but that was really cool to hear because I always thought that was such bullshit. You know, that someone, you know, because I know people that have been violated and they're always like, they're like, is that going to be me? No. Do you like to cause pain? No. Okay, well, then you're good. Because <laughs> pedophilia is never about sex. It's never about pleasure. It's never about love. It's about causing the most amount of damage you possibly can. Okay, Jagoback, great stream today, BB. Thank you. Three Thought Bear. Hi, BB. I had a job back in the day watching the Watchers. It was a security prison hospital full of murderers, rapists, pedophiles, both male and female. We lived amongst the staff, the doctors, and security because slowly they became the same as the inmates, and we witnessed this. Yeah, dude, it's it's some it's a dark world. It's a fucking dark world. Lord Bear, third chat. Ted Bundy's last interview, he said he was normal until he started porn. But always remember, guys, they're they're pathological liars. Same with Andrew Tate. Same with Donald Trump. Once you identify that someone has no problem lying for money or damage, don't trust them. So although there's probably truth in that, Ted Bundy is always going for an angle to get you to think he's the real victim. Started watching porn. He said it grew so fast he had to take it to real life endeavors. He said all inmates he knew to be executed had one thing in common. They were deeply embedded with porn. Yeah, and it's gotten way worse with the internet because people can just keep accelerating. It starts with just being blown away by, by tits or a vagina. Then you see sex and you can't believe it. And then you just see more and more and more. And then you, you know, it just keeps going until your arousal is deviant. But I do think there is a big line between pain arousal, damage arousal, and not that. All pedophilia is damage. All bestiality is damage. All anal is damage. You know, it's, it's like 
when you're when you're trying, you know, all semen on the face. And I know I'm being vulgar. I warned everybody, but these things are now normalized, and that's really bad. If you think it's like sexy to come on a girl's face, then that's that's you have to get that in check. You got to stop watching porn. You got to really figure out why you hate women. What is it? Is it your mom? Is it like a girl like made you feel bad or broke up with you? Like, what is it that makes you hate women? Because that's the hatred of women. To be sexually aroused by humiliating a woman is on the spectrum. And, oh, you sound like that to Pude. Pude, I used to like some shit that's looking back is kind of weird. You know? But it was never about pain or damage or humiliation. I used to actually make fun of that. Like on stage, even when I was like completely lost in the world of porn and hedonism and there is no evil in the world. It's all just people having experiences and all the bullshit everyone says. Um, you know, I'm not going to get into it, but it's like there, there were certain genres where I'm like, I thought it was pretty cool. And looking back, it's a little odd, but not, it was never about harm. You know, and that's the harm stuff is uh, now knowing what I know, it's all harm. You know, any woman having sex on camera is harming herself. She's doing it because she wants drug money or she's super depressed. So, you know, I'm not alleviating my past sin at all. Really bad shit. It's all harm. But the illusion was it wasn't harm. It was endless pleasure. It was Dionysian. It was wine and pleasure and orgasms and grapes. The psychopath likes blood and choking and death and animals, kids. And it's all, it's all there, man. And just watch it, watch it, and figure out how they prey on you. Okay. Which up there? Thing to remember is they want to hurt kids but not kill them. Hurting someone doesn't destroy their soul. Them going forth and hurting others does. Humans uh, can endure huge pain, but the evil we put into the world signs our deal. Thinking they want to kill all kids is retarded. It's about continuing the cycle of their own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they want damage. Killing someone is a relief to a lot of damage sometimes. You know, it's it's... Yeah, it's fucked up, man. It's really, really fucked up. Okay. Dead Pat. Paying some gay away for spiraling at the Tinkerbelly and Purity Spiralers. Listening to yesterday's stream. Gotta love the pious mentality some people have. This is the only way. If it's not my way, then you'll blank. Projection of their own internal hell. Anyways, have a blessed day, Owen and Bears. Thanks for the laughs. Yeah, and it's also a way to structure. Okay, like let's say you have a pastor who says only this way do you get to heaven. How do you accuse that guy of pedophilia? Right? It's the way to become invisible to your crimes. Monopolizing God is one of the ultimate ways to hide. Okay. Uh, Does Tim Pool wear the same beanie every day? Does it ever come off? I don't know. I'm assuming he's dead. A tip for not regurgitating. Thanks, T-Mac. Sexual restraint is a must to keep a civilized world. LGBT is dis civilizational yes but so is all sexualization in public even heterosexual sexualization in public is bad that's one thing i think a lot of christians miss that a lot of muslims don't miss is the yoga pant clit you know i can see your labia shit 
That's a problem. You know, that's it doesn't just because it's heterosexual doesn't mean it doesn't lead down that path. If you're sexualizing women in public, um, that's it's the start of it. Not to sound like a purity guy, but it's getting so bad that we have to assess how this happened. You know, when you're getting black mold out of your house, you figure out why it happened. Is there a, a leak? Is there water in the walls? Like, what? how did this happen? There's a little mold. You scrub it. You go on with your day. Oh, no way. Everything's great. When it's like, you know, what, what they're doing to kids now is, is worse than the movie Saw. Jason born from the born identity was just a victim. Uh, well, you're a victim until you offend and then you're, you're no longer a victim. <clears throat> All right. Um, Odyssey is always up. Nice mold, burn it. Yeah. There's a time when the whole structure just needs to get burned to the ground. And I'm not advocating for that because I don't have a replacement yet. But one day, imagine if Bertari gets to a place where we don't require them at all. And there's a reason they're terrified of homesteaders. They're terrified of people who speak the truth. They want everyone dependent. The, the vaccine probably wasn't even... My, my, my views of the vaccine have changed. I don't think the main purpose was depopulation. I think it was damage. I think it was to break your internal world, like your internal intuition, and to potentially get you to be a, um, a, uh, a customer for life to get your myocarditis pills and then your depression pills and, and then whatever pills they shove down your fucking throat. And then you, you can't work properly. You can't have your heart rate up. Think about the movie uh, Misery. She didn't want to kill him. She wanted to, uh, to own him and damage him. I don't think the purpose of the vaccine is death. I think the purpose of the vaccine is damage and to weaken people uh, until they are in a vulnerable state where they can be damaged, in my opinion. I'll catch replay later, I guess. Thought it might be just me grappled for multitasking stream. Bill Gates, what's the update on the streams? Is it being grappled? Bill Gates constantly sold a product that was about the need for updates, and definitely he swapped from computers to people. Exactly. Yeah, he created viruses to sell antivirus software. And then he started doing it to people. And if you don't see that, it's because you have a damaged intuition. It's the same business. Pl- That's why I don't accept when people say I am super duper special and I am, you know, all that, you know, like I, I, some people say just absurdly positive things about me. I'll just put it that way. We all have that ability. We all have the ability to do what I do, where you see intuition, you can see patterns and you can protect yourself from psychopaths. UA is glitchy. I texted you. Everything else is smooth. All right, let's take a look at UA. Um, man, I got fired up today. I can never do this without getting fired up. UA glitched for a second. No huge deal. It's back now. Thank you, Connaughton. I appreciate you keeping me updated. Owen, you're the best stream on the internet. Thanks for all you do. Enjoy these Jeffersonian dollars from one of our great founders. I'd love to hear you do a stream on the Civil War one day. Blessings to the Smith family and the Bears. Love, Ski Bear. Yeah, I mean, the Civil War was a war of northern aggression. Yeah, I think Jefferson was awesome. Huge fan of Jefferson. 
Everybody had slaves. Those slaves got treated a lot better than the modern child. <laughs> Dear Big Bear, it's hard to express in writing how thankful I am for your content, spell breaking, and community you've built. I'm definitely more of a talker than a writer. It amazes me how much the entire bear community crushes in so many ways. It's like something your crazy comedy draws true leaders of men and women. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And I don't even know if it's about my comedy. It's about my, my intuition and my internal world where I won't let people tell me what I have to believe or think. And that's one thing that brings all these bears together. It's not that we all have the same religion or physics or views on panda bears. It's that we all know we have a right to view and to discern ourselves. I'm going to cover up George. After hearing what people watch on the internet, George, I'm not going to exploit you. That's technically bestiality, what you're doing. And I think it's awesome. I think that when the, the bears, the real bond we have is that we're living men and women who want the good, the true, the beautiful. We're not into damage with the exception of Denmark Bear and potentially Lord Bear. Okay. Moving on. Doors that don't... Um, it amazes... True leaders of men and women, doers that don't make ex, uh, excuses. It's an honor to be a member of such a community. I indeed, indeed, I feel the same way. Uh, I like BB because he has big tits like me. Jesus prevails, Bear. Easy. Easy on the sexual... I, I see that you're gazing at me with a sexual gaze. Say what, says Denmark Bear? I don't think you're a psychopath, Denmark Bear. I just think you're real quick to the whole burn everything to the ground. And I do relate to you on that in certain ways. Um, you know. You're just really comfortable with everything burning to the ground. Um, I'll be Bach, big pianist. All right, cool. A lot of us men, man, not say it enough or write as much as we should, but I damn sure appreciate the good, true, and beautiful that comes from your three-hour streams every day. You really are making a difference in, pe in real people's lives. That's a good way to put it, real people, yeah. In the South, won't I, one, I wouldn't have to work. I talk from years of experience. I know, you're a good guy, Denmark Bear. You're a good guy, but, you know... Real comfortable with burning things down. Um, accelerationist. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. Everyone gets it. George, you're really being weird back there. You're a hell of a dad, farmer, leader, and comedian. I know I speak for so many of the bears when I say we love you, big bear. Don't ever stop ringing spells. George, come here. Come here, Georgie. Come on. Come here, Georgie. Come on down here. Good boy, buddy. Good boy. That's a good boy. We will, um, P.S. Your streams do for more good than you know. May I be officially verified as Stone Bear? Welcome, Stone Bear. I appreciate you, obviously. Okay. Dear Owen, this letter is long overdue. For that, I apologize. I want to send you some information about a man known as the Goat Man. He's a real guy from Georgia, and I think he would totally be a bear. And closes the legendary story of Charles Chess McCart McCartney, also known as the Goat Man. I hope you enjoy Dogwood Bear. P.S. Look at the watermelon at the feet of the black guy in the second picture at the end of this story. All right, so if you guys want to check out the story, apparently it's on. Here's the. Oh, dude, the Goat Man sounds great. Look at the Goat Man crushing. 
Dude, hanging with Boer Bear? Goatman's hanging with Boer Bear? Dude, he's like Thor. He's got an entire herd of goats pulling his wagon. That's awesome. So check out Charles Chess McCartney, 1901 to 1998, also known as the Goatman. Sounds great. Okay, thank you for that, Dogwood Bear. Does Owen see this chat now? Yes, indeed. Indeed, we like to make sure our unauthorized subscribers get the best treatment in the realm. In defense of jorts, just kidding, Blade Bear. Oh, God, this is what I was sent. A rollerblade. I consider that a violation, and you're a psychopath. I'm just kidding. You know, I also don't want to fall into the trap of calling everyone a psychopath. Um, because that's a little gay. It's quite funny. I enjoyed the rollerblade. I, I am, I'm literally tempted to rollerblade in the summer on my driveway. I refuse to lie about it because I'm scared of losing my intuition. Why does the UA live chat seem to be nothing but retarded gammas? Uh, because they've never been kicked out. I don't think we banned any gammas from unauthorized. Um, that's why if you really want to talk to me, Speakeasy Saloon uh, on the Telegram channel. It's request only and it's very well manicured. We've banned two, says God. Oh, good. Make sure you, you ban the fuck out of those people. Five dollars does not get you give the right to violate me. George, how dare you? Great stream today. Very informative. As always, keep crushing. Thank you, classic game dad bear. Okay. Pete dropped your name in his podcast the other day, The Gravy Floath. Yeah, I love Pete. Pete Quinnenez. I always have a hard time... Um, Producing, pronouncing non-English words. Very racist. But Pete's a great guy. Uh, 10000 on the other hand, gets you some tomatoes. Yeah, if you want to pay $10,000 to throw 33 tomatoes in my face, if you gammas want to really step up for a good cause, buying the Ozark land, go ahead. Building? No. BertariaCampgrounds.com. Ten grand, and you can literally throw 33 fucking tomatoes in my face. You don't just get to snipe... All day long on, on, on digital bullshit. Hey, brother, Woodshop Bear here. I tried to think of a concise topic to write about in this letter since it's been quite a time since I sent a good old-fashioned analog note. But with the year coming, uh, coming to a close, I think I might just take this time to share some random thoughts, downloads I've received, and general reflections from the past year. Feel free to whip, riff on whatever, as I love your input. And I love hearing how other bears resonate with the things I'm going through. Best cult ever. Could do without the grape Kool-Aid, but you win some, you lose some. Indeed. Here we go. If the Gammas did that, it would probably heal so much of the anger. Well, they couldn't even hit me, though. They'd just throw it right in the ground and then bitch and complain, try and call the cops on me, cry, shit their pants. Guys, there's a reason war exists. I mean, they got to go somewhere. Um... How to break a 380-pound, 6-foot-8 bear rollerblade. I'm not 300. I'm 280 pounds, not 380. Don't start rumors, Vin Paul. Keep an eye on Vin Paul. I think he's a psychopath. Just kidding. 2022 was arguably the hardest year of my life. Started the, the year off optimistic, and shortly after, my neck really started to give out. Midway through the year, it was legit done for, and my optimism was basically gone. The bears rallied and allowed me to afford the treatment I needed, and things were looking up again. 
First treatment had me feeling better than I have in a decade. No pain in my neck at all. Second treatment left me unable to walk for six weeks afterwards. Debilitating, vertigo, constant nausea. As one can imagine, I was essentially in a panic attack every waking minute for that time. And after a month and a half of feeling that way, I was depleted. I admittedly was burned out from the stress of it all to the point of becoming legitimately depressed. That makes you gay, by the way. Um, slump, slumping back from social media heavily and just trying to take it day by day. Wow, more like gay by gay. Not being able to even walk outside during summer and push my girls on the swing and having to hear their laughs from inside on the couch was bearable for a few days. But after a month of missing everything, I couldn't stave away the gloom any longer. I seriously thought I was never going to walk again. Yeah, like paraplegic. I looked like a baby giraffe trying to hobble around the house, having to have my wife help me most of the time because my legs weren't working as they should. It was the weirdest thing to try and move them and have them just not react like normal. Man, paraplegic relates. I shed many tears during these weeks of pure hopelessness. Very gay. I'm glad you sent me a super chat. During that, I'm just kidding. It sounds horrifying. <clears throat> but seriously, it is gay though to be sad. No, to be hopeless is gay. All right. During that, it'd be funny if you started a competing uh, coffee company, though. That'd be hilarious. During that six weeks, I had nothing to do but reflect on my life, life in general, and a myriad of things which I never allowed myself to think too much about with the constant flow of things having children and running a business requires. I sat on a couch for almost two months just unpacking emotions, getting insane downloads and lucid prophetic dreams. Oh, how dare you? Only the Pope gets those. Uh, and having a ton of childhood drama boil up from the depths I didn't even know existed. Sounded like a great purge to me, my man. Um, when it rains, it pours. I'm happy to say that everything has gone fine since the second treatment that grounded me, and everything is improving week by week. My pain is a fraction of what it's been for half my life, and the quality of that brings is beyond words. With that being said, here's some random stuff I've learned this year, so buckle up, buckaroo. I added buckaroo, if that's okay with Martin from Rockfin. Forgiveness is a legit superpower, in 100%, yeah. If it, it is true alchemy, but only if it's done correctly. It's not about the words you say, publicly or privately, but instead about the change which you allow to take place in your own heart. I agree. It's one of those things that you can think you understand, but then you really understand it when the next level hits. Forgiveness is allowing yourself to see things from an outside perspective, removed from your own emotions, and understanding that everybody has fallen and everybody makes mistakes. Indeed. Indeed. I know. I uh, Like, you can, have, uh, you can forgive pedophiles. You can forgive psychopaths. You can forgive Dr. Fauci. But it, it actually makes you stronger to do that. To not have that. Like, I failed a little bit in the stream today. I was getting a little angry. Um, you know, I, I get it. I'm just going to keep going. I found uh, through this year that God continued to drill me with the theme of forgiveness until I finally got it. When you forgive someone, you're obviously letting go of the pain it causes you. Yeah, 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 exactly. You got it. You're getting it. But it also brings healing to the person who wronged you. I've included a picture for you with this for better. 
Whoa, that's a fucking powerful picture. Dude, that's a powerful picture. You want to know what it reminds me of? Is the actual definition of namaste. Namaste means the divinity in me acknowledges the divinity in you. It's actually a very beautiful idea that the churchian would say, how dare you, Satan, demon. That's namaste. Namaste is saying, and I don't use the word, I'm not gay, but it, it's saying that within us all is that spark and it acknowledges yours. Okay. It was a sculpture at Burning Man years ago that I saw last year. It brought me to tears seeing it because it's so real. A picture is worth a thousand words, but this one is worth a million. I agree. Yeah, it's anti-psychopathic. Exactly. We're all broken, traumatized children putting on our best show to impress a psychotic world, which we think doesn't care about us. And while that may seem to be true on the surface, it is not true. Everybody else is just so hurt that nobody ever wants to make the first move to build those relationships back up. Children don't operate this way. Throw them on a playground and they're making friends and playing immediately with kids they've never met. But we put up some seriously formidable walls in order to not get hurt. Hang on one second. Uh, like we did as children. And the result is this picture. All we want is to love like children do. The only way we get there is through forgiveness and realizing that just because we have different sins we're struggling with, it doesn't mean we're better than anyone else. Sounds like you've been reading a lot of Paul. Hmm. Some people may struggle with porn and we look down at them, but we may be struggling with rage or jealousy or sloth. No, I obviously I agree with all this. Or gluttony at the same time. But I do think that if you don't possess a sin and someone else is, has a sin, you can judge it. I don't know. I got to think about this. This resonates me as true, but it also resonates with me that it's like a way to hide the big boys in a little bit. I got to think about this more. Okay. Uh, I like how Owen still uses gay appropriately as if it was 1996. Yeah, and I'll never stop. They can say I'm homophobic. I'm not scared of gays. I just like Sharia law. We all have something inside of us that's not what we want to be. I think one of the biggest steps we can do is humble ourselves, which in turn allows ourselves to forgive more readily. Is it is to truly understand this. I agree with this. It's good. We are all fucked up in one way or another, and this endless charade of trying to publicly say we're not is just a defense mechanism. I have tons of issues, tons of trauma that I'm aware of, but I have no idea how to heal from or even start to deal with. But since I've stopped personalizing the actions of others, I've noticed a remarkable decrease in the hurts I feel. Yeah, dude, that's true. Dude, maybe a lot of your body pain is from holding on to resentment for other people. And like, yeah, yeah. You've been through something that I haven't, so I'm going to really listen to what... Normally, if someone said this to me, I would uh, dismiss it as Paul bullshit. But I know you know stuff that I don't from your physical pain you've been through. And I know you're a quality human being. So, I mean, there's a whole idea that your issues are in your tissues. So that people can manifest physical pain in their body. Uh, body pain equals trauma 100% confirmed. We saw it in our bodies. Yeah. And if forgiveness can alleviate that pain in Woodshop Bear, he's on to something. 
even if it's forgiving people that I would get, I would, I would think to suck. Yes, trauma bound. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep going. This is great. Which up I really because I I can give you authority in this topic over myself because I've never had to deal with debilitating like despair, physical pain, and so you've been through insights that I haven't. So let's. I just I'm not gonna sign off on Paul. I didn't even know who Paul was until BB. I was baptized Mormon at seven, but I'm really gonna join. I've got two younger brothers who just gave up on life years ago and are downright cruel at times with their words. It used to bother me. Now I feel a sadness for their unhappiness, and I pray every night for God to let them find the healing they need. I forgave them while being cruel and pray for them to find peace. That, that is a superpower, what you just described. Nobody breaks our heart. They break our expectations. We often get hung up on the actions that brought on hurt, but the truth is what actually hurts is knowing that someone else could hurt you. What hurts is the breaking of the expectation you put on someone to never hurt you. If someone, this, this is resonating. If someone doesn't pay you back $100, losing the money doesn't hurt. It's a piece of worthless paper. What hurts is knowing that they chose to make your life more difficult. Same goes for every scenario in life. We place the expectations on others without letting them know or giving them any chance to even agree to our elusive terms and then lash out when they unknowingly break those terms. In an ideal world, this is something we'd never have to even speak about, but it's true. As always, it starts as children. Parents aren't supposed to hurt us, abuse us, fail us, traumatize us, but most of them do. I had a passive-aggressive dad who would bottle up his anger and then displace it on us, me in particular. I got my ass beat so hard as a kid, when I got a little older and called him an asshole, he beat my literal ass with the belt buckle until I was bleeding everywhere and couldn't sit without crying. At age 12, after a childhood of nearly dying multiple times from adverse vaccine reactions and horrible health in general, he screamed at me while driving home from shopping for school clothes because I was fat. Told me how disappointed in me he was, how ashamed, etc. I was 12 years old, who ate the food that he put on my plate. Whoa, that's intense, dude. I had no concept of nutrition, exercise, or autoimmune issues from jabs, but what I did have was an expectation from my dad to never hurt me. This is very powerful, dude. Shortly after that car ride, he left to start his life with the woman he'd been seeing for a couple years behind my mother's back. Since then, it took a long time, but I've forgiven him. At the time, I thought it was something I was doing, but as an adult, I can clearly see how those demons he was dealing with got the better of him in some major ways, and I was simply at the wrong place at the wrong time when he hit a boiling point of guilt, shame, panic, etc. I don't harbor any resentment towards him any longer, and we're on good terms. He comes over to see my girls. We spend Christmas together every year. He calls to check in from time to time. And most importantly, he apologized in earnest for the man he was. I've come to accept that my expectations put on him, although they've, they're, they're one's which we all would blindly say are reasonable, were mine. Our expect, dude, this is so fucking good, man. It's all about our expectations. I did the same thing with my dad. I just expect nothing from him, and I've actually had um, reasonable conversations with him, even though it's like he's an absolute mess. Like all that hardening of the heart, all that lying caught up to my dad where he doesn't even know 
what up or down is, but I, I've just removed my expectations. And because of that, I have no anger towards them at all. And, uh, man, I so relate to this. Um, I for sure wouldn't be a bear. Hang on. Without the childhood and life I lived, I might not have had my wife or daughters right now. I wouldn't be a bear. I wouldn't know any of you. I no longer put expectations on anyone like that. No expectations means nobody can break them. I hope that others will treat me decently, but I don't expect it. That way, when you find the people who do treat you with respect, it's a welcome blessing. When you find people who don't, it's a slight swerve around them instead of a crippling hurt. Man, you really understand pain. Gratitude doesn't equate to joy. Everybody has a tendency to express gratitude more when things are going well. I bet most of us have been this way towards God as well. We praise and thank when there's abundance and when things are horrible, we feel hurt. Again, the expectations. This year has really been a lesson for me in maintaining gratitude. Can you put this in our next magazine? This letter is so good, dude. This is a good uh, article for the, the magazine. Um, right, let me keep going. This year, this year has really been a lesson for me in maintaining gratitude, even when everything seems to be going to shit. That's when you need it the most. It started at the beginning of the year. I was burnt out from last year's Christmas rush in the shop and getting easily frustrated. I lost my temper a few times while working and having something go wrong. And admittedly started using a tone with God at those times, which I shouldn't have. Directing anger towards him for letting it happen in the first place. Oh boy, did that not go the way I'd planned it to. Neck goes out, can't walk. Yeah, fear of my business failing. How am I going to feed my children, etc. Yeah. You get mad at God, he'll show you. <laughs> he'll show <laughs> um, Neck goes out, can't walk, fear my... All right. Around Thanksgiving this year, my whole family got sick. Fever swept through the house and wife and I hadn't been that sick in 15 years. I could barely walk because of the fever and the aches. Didn't eat for three days. And through it all, we still had to care for the girls who were sick, tend to the animals, etc. Yeah, isn't that humbling when you have to tend to animals while you're super sick? Uh, that first night was hell. My wife was crying, cooking dinner because her body hurt so bad. It was a chicken nugget night for the girls because it's all she could do compared to her usual home-cooked meals. I initially felt bad about it, but then the gratitude finally clicked. After a year of really trying hard to not be angry at God, I got hit with an old-fashioned slap in the face from him to open my eyes. Wow. Wife and I both felt bad about our girls having a bag dinner. Not even because of the food, though. Those chicken nuggets are gluten-free, organic, fucking $15 a bag. It was about the fact that we had to do it out of desperation. I realized in that moment, though, that I was feeding my children $15 organic chicken. I can afford to do that. We were all horribly sick, but we had a roof over our head to be sick under and a fire going to keep us warm. We sacrificed bedtime stories for a couple nights and just let the girls watch Frosty the Snowman in bed instead because we were too depleted. They had so much fun. You'd think they won the lottery. They never watched TV in bed. It was a huge deal for them. I was surrounded by blessings during that bodily purge, and we were always surrounded by blessings. I know this may seem silly because we all always talk about being grateful, but it's a whole different thing when you're a grown-ass man, six foot four, fully bearded, and you involuntarily cry when you reach the top of the staircase because your body hurts so bad. 
When you're in those moments of truly feeling like you can't take another step, it can be hard to see the blessings, but they're always there. Remain grateful even if you, can, even if you can't feel it. Take a minute to think about all the good things. We were sick, but my daughters both bounced back the second their fever broke two days later. They've eaten nothing but organic food since birth. They haven't had a single jab. They're healthy as horses and years beyond their age mentally. We have so much abundance in this house that it's insane that I'd ever focus on anything that isn't ideal. And I'd bet many others would find the same thing if they really thought about it. Always end your day thanking the Creator for all the blessings in your life. If you woke up that morning and heard your children laugh, you are blessed more than you'll ever know. Wow. So true. I thank you and thoughts about the trolls. It's no secret that the people on Reddit think you're a grifter who's using all of us for personal financial gain. Never going to change their minds, and it's not our job to. I would argue that a lot of them are being paid to do what they're doing because it doesn't make any sense. Like, it just doesn't. It, it, I've thought about that a lot, Woodshot Bear. I mean, I'm sure some believe that, but when shown the, the world and actual grifters, um, it's just, I don't believe it. I don't believe that they actually think that. Maybe, I don't know. I, no, I don't believe it. I think that they're threatened by my message to strengthen people, to make them less easy prey. But who knows? I'm not in their head. <clears throat> Never going to change their minds, and it's not our job to. I agree with that. Um, yeah, paid trolls tricking low morality dupes. Me too. I think so too. Um, all right. Never going to change your minds. God opens eyes when they're meant to be opened. When I say the, what I say though is this, even if your house was hypothetically paid for entirely by our super chats and letter donations, you still got the short straw. You got a house, but you gave all of us a home. Never in my life have I ever experienced knowing so many people who I can just call or text about anything and know that they'll not only pick up, but will spend hours on the phone with me talking about whatever. I've never had a fraction of the support, even from my immediate family, that the Bears have given me. I've never had a community that genuinely cares about my family like this. As a man, the highest and most meaningful compliment you can receive from someone, the one thing that really cuts to your heart and melts away all the held pain for a minute, is someone saying, you have a beautiful family, man. I've heard that more times than I can count over the years. There are countless people who love my children and have never met them. People I could trust my children with despite never meeting them. People who truly want the best for me and my family. They helped me through the past few years. We've all helped each other in ways which will never be talked about. Every second of every day, there are people talking, growing trust, building communities. There are children spending their days playing with other children they'd never known if not for this tribe. There are, just FYI, my house was paid for when I sold my uh, Airbnb in Saranac Lake. But yes, I do make a good living. But just FYI, that house was paid for by dirty Jew Hollywood money, unfortunately. But it is what it is. All right. I just wanted, for the record. <laughs> All right. There are children spending their days playing with other children they'd never know if not for this tribe. There are marriages, beautiful children being born, businesses being started, etc., this community, the streams, Hanging with Bears, and all the streams the Bears do on their own channels, where we all talk about a myriad of things every week, 
personally gave me a safe place to unpack a lifetime of trauma and work through it. It allowed me to finally start healing. It brought me home to God. All glory to God always, but you made the decision to listen to his calling. We all have free will. You could have taken the ticket. You could have chosen to just disappear and haul logs with your brother. You could have chosen to never use the internet again, but instead you chose to give tens of thousands of people a home they never had, but all needed. What is the cost of peace, of health, of uh, healing, of community, of marriage, of looking down at your newborn child for the first time? Dude, this is, this is so fucking beautiful, man. God gives us choices. We can choose to listen or to ignore and go along on our own path. You chose to listen. A year later, I looked down at my firstborn daughter's face and felt God in the room. A year after that, I looked down at my second daughter. Anybody who can't see why we throw you a 20 here and there when we're able to will never understand why we do it. And honestly, I don't even get angry at it anymore. Good for you. I don't either, but it, eh, I do sometimes. Sometimes I do get angry at it. I'm working on it, though, I promise. Um, okay. For a time, I felt really defensive. I'm glad you're no longer defensive. I don't want them to suck any of your energy. But now I just pray that they'll find what we have all found here. Nobody's having more fun than us is the truth. I text Pat Life and the dude calls me two minutes later and spends 30 minutes on the phone with me. Bower and I text and chat about how to raise daughters in an increasingly crazy world. Finksburg Bear and I talk every day. Jackobat takes down the chin like the champion he is every day and makes me laugh constantly. Kalista and I spam DM each other, Lord of the Rings memes daily while Titty is busy around the corner. The friendships here are unlike anything I've experienced in my entire life. In closing, I'd like to thank everyone for... Dude, this letter is so beautiful, man. Um, it's just like... It just reminds me what matters. Three years ago, I was planning on selling some cutting boards at a farmer's market for extra money. When the world turned out upside down, Bertaria fed my children for years. Without this tribe, I hate to think of what I would have had to resort to. I'd be drowning in debt from green body paint for my Shrek-themed OnlyFans. For those of you who don't know me, that's a joke because I'm a literal ogre. Be good to one another. Don't spend your life thinking about what you don't like. Dude, I needed to hear this today. I, went to, I, I thought about psychopaths way too much today. <sighs> Fuck, man. This is next level. Every second you do is a second with your children gone. It's a second you could be using to build something for their children's children's children. Hold tight to the French. I don't regret today's stream because I think it is important to understand how evil works and what we're facing. But yeah, I, I do agree that it's just all about uh, focusing on the good, the true, the beautiful. Hold tight to the friendships we've made here. Support each other every way you can. Have as many children as you can and be everything you needed as a child for them. Check in on each other and shoot the shit for a few minutes. Use the creativity God gave you and make beautiful works of art, whatever that means to you. Spread hope like fire. And remember, we're all children just trying to get along in this world. Nobody wants to hurt anyone else. They just do it before they think you will. It's all to shield from more hurt. Be kind for everyone else is fighting a harder battle. Plato, onward, woodshot bear. That was so beautiful, man. I will say, though, I think some people like hurting others. Um, 
But your attitude is profound, and it came from a lot of pain. Um, I do think that psychopaths like hurting others. I don't know how that happens, but I know that it happens. But everything else you just said, I mean, even that, you might be right. I Maybe it's about shielding. I don't know, though, man. I've met some people that like damage. I don't know. But that letter just, obviously, I was very emotionally affected by it. All right, we got another woodshop bear that we'll read tomorrow. We'll space them out. Not the people, the demons inside them. Yeah, 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 totally. I think that they get hollowed out. Uh, where they, It's a lot easier for them to be puppeted by demons. Yeah, you have a point. Maybe it's not the living man or the living woman. But demonic possession, I think, is way more common than people realize. And it's super fucking nefarious. Some do be not all just seem to be the consequence most time. Dude, that letter was absolutely beautiful and it came from pain. That's why, why does God uh, allow pain for good people? And I think you just heard one of the best arguments for it. I mean, Woodshot Bear's basic was basically a paraplegic all fucking year with little kids, his own business. And that's what he figured out. He realized that he wasn't being grateful for what he had. And that's so cool, man. We, we all do to a degree. We've all got the whispers. They just attack some more than ours. Yes, but I think that there is a... Yeah, see, that's one thing I, I disagree with with this doctor I was listening to this morning. I think everyone can heal. I just don't want to take the risk with predators of children. Uh, I don't know, man. It's a complicated issue. Like, is there a tipping point when people start to like damaging others versus... Because I think... I don't know, man. Like, I think the sociopath is more like what Woodshop Bear is describing, where it's like, you know, hurt people creating these false illusions around them and seeing others as a commodity because they don't want to be hurt. Uh, and that's like how they've developed where it's like because of expectations being broken or all this stuff they just discussed. Um, yeah, but that, there just seems to be another type though that likes, that likes damaging. But that could be the demon in them. The whispers are often invited though. We're not helpless here. Our actions choose how much we open ourselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's why psychopath, like, I don't think someone surgically removes the penis and testicles of a child who's clearly being abused and gets them on SRI meds, makes a hundred grand on that surgery and tells everyone that opposes it that they're full of hate. I don't think that's a defense mechanism. I think that's straight, cold, fucking evil. And so it could be the demon whisper, maybe. Okay, so the financial psychopath may be coming from a place of, I need as much money as I can so no one can hurt me. Maybe. But when you have a scalpel on a child's penis, that's why they hurt you as a kid. Once you start hurting others, the door is wide open for possession. Yeah. That's why I'm being so vulgar and like direct about these talks. Because when you say a transition surgery... 
You take a scalpel and you remove the penis and testicles of a little boy who's clearly probably on the spectrum and being molested. I just have a hard time. Uh, it, you know, I understand the overall forgiveness of that because that person's in a hell that I never have to be in and that I can be grateful for what I have and what that person does not have. And so for that, Woodshop Bears letters right on the fucking money. But there's like a objective evil to that that isn't just like a response, you know? It's like possession, totally instinctive. It's a physical response. I don't know, man. Picture a surgeon on a yacht enjoying a martini, thinking about how much money he made that year, cutting off children's penises and testicles and putting them on drugs. I just can't get around that, you know? And it's not that I don't forgive on a spiritual level and say they're in pain. They know not what they do. They don't get the blessings that I get. And for that, they are in a sense a victim, but they are metastasizing. They're hurting people. And I think it's important that we take as many steps as we can to not be victimized by these people. All right. Well, that expectation gravy leaves notarized business. Yeah, it's beautiful. I really want that in the next uh, magazine. It's like you chose to be hurt by someone else. And that's really hard to say. Like you were a child crawling on your knees toward him. You know, it's like that that uh, MGMT song. And uh, and like, why wouldn't you expect your father to be good? But it's still like the, the, the position Woodshop Bear just explained is a beautifully divine position where it's like everything's a gift from God. Expect nothing from anybody. That is incredibly enlightened. I'm not there. I'll try to be there so God doesn't have to teach me a lesson with a broken neck. But uh, that's, a, that's a very difficult place to get to. Um, High-level demon possession is mostly reserved for the elites. Do you know what elite really means? We put expectations on our parents that only God can fulfill. So true, whichever. What you said is 100% accurate. And uh, my pushback is not that what you said isn't true. It's that I have a hard time getting there. You know, I, I just do. I, I like, but what you said is 100% true. And I think that your pain has delivered you to a, in a position that's incredibly wise. Um, elite means with God. In classic inversion, uh, I would guess, bear witness, that you are much more elite than Bill Gates. L is God and eat like Israelite, you know, Canaanite with, of. Elite means with or of God. By definition, they are not with or of God. So the irony in this constant psychopathic upside down gaslighting world is that living men and women that walk with God much more than these vampires call them elite. It's really interesting, man. And when you understand like the, the inversion makes them happy, but the them is probably a demon, you know, cause the demonic realm, 
Yeah, man. Which shot bears right, dude. It's like, so the callous-hearted psychopath is no longer making decisions and no longer feels the intuition from God. They basically become AI and just get puppeted by demons because the demon enjoys damage. It is a tough sell to me that a living man or woman in God's image likes abuse. Demons like abuse. There is a demonic personality that if once you hear it, you know it. You like, it's the same demon all over the world. That's why Ira resonates with everybody. Oh, I'm just trying. That's a demon. Like that's, that's the personality of a certain archetypal demon that can jump into people. Now, I can't prove that. I've never seen it with my eyes, but it seems pretty fucking, uh, you know, it's the same personality you'll see in like eight different vacated people. And then you start looking into the archetypes of demons and all that stuff. The demon squeals with joy when the living man or woman humiliates or damages himself. And so the psychopath behavior that I'm describing, because... Man, that letter was timed perfectly. And you know what? I'll read more letters tomorrow. Maybe I'll play a little music. But I want to finish this idea because it's so interesting. Because that was perfectly timed for today's stream. You know, it's easy to say the psychopath. Like what I just did this whole fucking stream. I've just been going off on them and identifying and all that. Would it be more accurate to call them the vacated? Demon gnashing of teeth always comes to mind. Yes. Where is a man capable of, of what we're describing or is it a demon? You know, are we blaming humanity for the actions of a demon? So the, the trauma caught, dude, what's out there? This is some pure gravy. So the trauma and the expectations and all this shit pumped into kids creates the vacancy that as Steiner and all these people have hypothesized, it allows, it's like, where the AI, you know, it's like a artificial intelligence. People keep thinking it's robots. It's us. You know, we are the perfect biological machine for possession. That's exactly it. Blaming humans for the actions of demons. Yeah. And so the trauma creates the environment where the callous heart and through choice, through choosing to be a victim, choosing to sin, choosing these things. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not to blame in, in some aspects, but it's the joy of the harm that doesn't seem like it's inhumanity. It feels like it is a demonic thing. Because as I said earlier, the, the baby is born without sin. That's a, the perfect avatar for a demon. Yeah, think about the perfect avatar for a demon. It would be a castrated, sterilized brutalized, sexualized, traumatized child on drugs who hates the world and sells their body for sex. That would be the vehicle. That would be like an unlocked car with the keys in it for a demon. We also blame God for the actions of the demons and humans. The enemy's only power is how elusive they are. Yeah. It's like, man, I'm so glad. I Because I was falling for that a bit on the stream. I mean, I've been talking about psychopaths and all that. The, the higher level to see it is the damage that allows the possession in. You know, Lord Bear, the AI autopilot at a point of calls is bang on the money. 
Yeah, where you don't even think about what you're doing. Like in my more d- demonically, my more demonic activities, where it's just like I'm doing stuff and not even wondering why. You know, where you're just hooking up and drinking and just going and not what they get. There is an element of like vac- vacated, like you're not in control, you're not making your own decisions. Possessed, but you can't drive out the demon, can you? Well, that's a good question, Denmark Bear. I mean, is there damage? You know, it's, uh, I, I philosophically and fundamentally think everyone alive has a way back to God. Like, although I make fun of Paul and all that stuff, uh, how like sin doesn't make you closer to God and all that, because it's all bullshit. But I do think that the worst sinner can still return to God. So that's a fundamental of mine. So is there a level of trauma and abuse and sin where you can't heal? I don't have the answer to this. Philosophically, I say no. But from my experience, there are people that I just do not see how they would ever not be complete fucking monsters. I don't know the answer. Philosophically and theologically, there's always a path back to God. But uh, I, I don't know how that would work at all. Um, man, that was a good letter, which I needed that today. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say needed. It was very helpful for me today. I think you have to want the demon out. Yeah, but do you still get choice? Like if you're vacated enough, is there a way to, I don't know. Yeah, there's always a way. There's always a way back. That's a fundamental of my theology. Until I have proof that there isn't that, I do believe that. I believe that there's always... But then the Bible does talk about the one unforgivable sin, which is the calloused heart of blasphemy. Or it's the... the What's the word in the Bible? And people theorize what it is. You know, because the Bible, you know, it talks about forgiveness of sin. Forgiveness overall, you know. But what is the one thing that isn't forgivable? I don't know. It doesn't state it explicitly in the Bible. But is there a level of trauma you can get to where there is no reverse course? Blaspheming the Holy Ghost. Yeah, like rejecting intuition until you become a psychopath. The path is asking forgiveness from God. Nothing we do here can replace crying out to the Father in earnest. He's always there waiting. This life is a test, though. We have to ask for help. Which out, Barry? You've been really nailing it today, man. Um, it's given me a lot to think about. Here's a unauthorized, the culture twists people to such a degree. They don't even know they're being primed for possession. Yeah, exactly. Man, I did a lot of blaming of people today. It felt, it felt justified because I do see a lot of, uh, people enjoying harm, but is it demonic possession? I don't, I'm not, this is beyond my, my, uh, abilities here. Denmark Bear says, can you cure a psychopath or a pedo? No. Yeah, I tend to think that too. I tend to think that too. It's like, but I also know that everyone can heal. So I don't know. It's fucking weird because I don't want to be soft or I don't want to be naive to the demons and the monsters and the the fact that they've become this black mold that is um, damaging the innocent. You know, Christ was not exactly forgiving when it came to leading children astray. 
But at the same time, it's like there is an element of of unlimited forgiveness that is very, very beautiful and true. I don't know, man. All right. Any final Super Chats? I was going to play Kids by MGMT. Kids. Whether or not they can be healed, forgiven, I give to God, but I'll never trust them. Oh, of course not. I'm still in favor of execution. I'm just talking about like the judgment of them, you know, and how it happens. Like, is it even them or is it like a demonic possession? They act like saying a word like fag is hate, but convincing a five-year-old he's a girl and cutting off their genitals, mutilating them and putting them on drugs that cannot be reversed and then putting them in the sex trade is love. I have a hatred for these people. And, you know, Woodshop Bear is inspiring me to deal with that hatred, you know, because it, but I have a, like a legitimate hatred of them. But then what does that say about me? Like, you know, typically you hate what you hate about yourself because there's something I'm not seeing about myself. I don't know. It's becoming a bit of a mind fuck. I just think these people need to go. I don't know. All right. This is why I'm not a priest or a theologian, you know? Because I don't have the biblical answer to what I'm talking about right now. I don't have the, the godly answer. I think Woodshop Bear knows more about pain and forgiveness than I do. But at the same time, I know that these people cannot be dealt with in the normal fashion. 3X Combat Bear. What other stream talks about the deepest ideas and thoughts? No one. Thank you, BB. Oh, thank you, brother. Well, it's just what I'm interested in. Jesus said to hate evil. That's true. But is the evil, but he also said our battle isn't flesh and blood, it's the principalities of darkness. So that's what I mean. I don't have the answer because our battle isn't flesh and blood. So what that means is our battle is not with the pedophile. That's flesh and blood. It's the principalities of darkness. So it's the, I think there's a hierarchy of demons. I can't prove any of this, but I've surmised that there's a hierarchy of demons that possesses flesh. Um, okay, it's getting intense. All right. Um, in the Quran, the highest honor Shaitan gives to a demon is breaking apart a marriage. They pull out every card they can to make that happen. All trauma-based abuse is from the enemy. They play the long game. Hurting children breaks apart those children's families decades later. It's so fucking true, and it's one thing that drew me to listening to Islamic uh, philosophers is they really seem to understand evil. I think those desert, those desert people, man, I think they, they know about the jinn and they know about the demons. A lot of Christians do too. Like Vox understands evil, but a lot don't. A lot say, but why would they lie? The shaitan, the deceiver, the enemy wants nothing more than for you to fight with your wife. In Islam, the demon that convinces the woman and the man to break up gets to sit on the throne of shaitan. And yeah, I can't prove that, but that resonates with me. It's, uh, it's what they want the most is the civil war. What does civil mean? Between men and women. You know, it's the family war. 360 million people, the odds of good and evil are being seen. Yeah. 
If you gaze for long into the abyss, the abyss gazes back. There's a hierarchy of demons. This is right up my alley. I've experienced that. Yeah, like there is... Because nothing else really makes logical sense to me. Where it's just so... People get traumatized. They like to do pain. They like to inflict, blah, blah, blah. I've seen people be forgiven by victims and the psychopath fucking breaks down and loses it. Like there is an aspect of the demonic realm where they want man to humiliate themselves. Understand what the devil is, what Satan is. It makes perfect sense. You know, God made man. And again, I realized that this could be partial metaphor, full metaphor, completely true. There's a full range. If you're agnostic and you can't hear this, just think of it as a story. And think of it as a story that resonates deep inside you, okay? So the angels don't have free will. And Lucifer or Satan uh, was the, the most handsome. Uh, he was the leader of the choir. That's why a lot of music is associated with, with Satan. And he was God's special boy. <laughs> he was a gamma. And so God made man, breathed life into the soil, made man, and gave man... Uh, sovereignty over earth and free will. And Satan said, why not me? Why not me? I'm your special boy. And God said, because I've chosen them. And so Satan rebelled against God. He did what you're not supposed to do as an angel. This is the story. And it's so fucking accurate. And so he swore off God's law, swore off God's rules. And so his motivation permanently is to show God Oh my God, I'm going to show you a great cartoon that uh, we made years ago with, uh, uh, I'll show you, hang on, Unbearables Media, is to show God that he made a mistake, to gaslight man, trick man, deceive man into humiliating itself and rejecting God's love and God's belief in us. It's so simple and so obvious that that is happening on a daily basis. Is Lucifer the same as Satan? Satanists and Luciferians will say no. They say Satan is the uh, empty, vacated uh, uh, egregore of man. And Lucifer is just trying to help man with his Promethean fire. That uh, Lucifer saw man in a helpless position and God said, don't give him fire. And he gave him fire. Now he has to have his... Uh, innards pecked out forever by eagles or some shit. What I'm explaining is the most coherent way of looking at it. There is a great deceiver amongst us that wants to show God he made a mistake about us. And he can't directly do anything to us. He needs us to choose it. And that's, the, that's all about porn and war and lies and rape and, you know, the tater tots. And there's so many ways he does it, but he's the great deceiver. This is Woodshop's Bear, man. That shit is powerful. All right, so it is. Look what they do. Is the name of this cartoon? It might take a little while to load. This is exactly why evil exists. Okay, why war exists, why greed, all this stuff. It's a battle of the principalities of darkness using vacated men and women to prove to God that God made a mistake. That's the ultimate goal of the shaitan. 
and he uses demons and jinn and all these fallen entities in this realm that we can't see but are here. And so when a demon with his whispers and his antics can get a living man to reject the nuclear family, the atom, you know, the shaitan rewards him by sitting on his throne for a day or something. And you can call that, oh, metaphor, blah, blah. It's, I mean, look at, how else can you explain what I'm about to show you? War, porn, pedophilia. It's all about getting man made in the image of God with, with uh, dominion over this realm. That's the thing that killed Lucifer. It killed Satan or whatever you want to call him. The great deceiver, the shaitan, is uh, that he had status. He had influence. He had status. He was handsome. He was talented. He thought that he deserved earth. And God said, no, I will give it to... And, and the shaitan said, you've made these out of clay. These are, I can stomp on them. And God doesn't allow the shaitan to stomp, but he allows the shaitan to trick. Because that is the only way to bring the purity of the worship of God, the one God in this world, out of the of flesh. Okay, watch this, and then we'll close up shop. I get haunted by thinking about the world wars and shit and war itself. It's just like thinking about my sons going into that shit for those people and having to live with that. It's not even about dying. It's living with that the rest of your life. Imagine being a parent and being like, go get him, Tommy. Go out there. You, you fucking go die for the grabber. It makes me sick. Just, just, and dude, the only people that profited were the banks. The, the banks made so much money on World War One and World War Two. Not that they didn't invent the money, but they got so much influence and so much power because they humiliated humanity. They looked at God and said, "Look at what your creation is doing. They're murder. They're killing off their own children because of social shame." That that's you love you love them more than me. That's that's Satan, right? You love them more than me, Father. Where are you, Father? You love your precious humans more than me. I thought I was your special boy. Look at them now. Look at them now bleeding in the fields because they didn't want to face shame. And you love them more than me. That's the devil. He never stops. That's why they got so much power because they got all these, all these parents to go, I don't want to be the odd one out. I don't want to be the one that, that doesn't have a brave son. And the devil's like, Father, look at what they are. They won't even save their own boy. Look at your, look at your precious man. Look at what they do. You know how easy it was to trick them? Look at them, Father. You loved me more once. No one kills the children anymore. Yeah, man, that's some powerful shit. Um, yeah, and then it just became the vax or whatever it is. It's a pattern that you can see. You just don't want to be the odd one out. You don't want to be the... You won't stand up for your own boys. You won't stand up for your own wife. You know? You're going to sign off on child's trans surgery... 
All right, I'm going to play you guys uh, one of the, the, the song that that last line was from. It's called The Gunner's Dream uh, by Pink Floyd, specifically Roger Waters. And then uh, we'll get the Super Chats and we'll call it a day. I've done over three hours. Because they're going to start the same shit again to try and get you into World War III. World War III was not just the Vax. I saw that in the comments. World War III is actually coming. World War III has started. They're going to start doing more and more propaganda to get you to join the military and fight some senseless bullshit depopulation war. But it's even bigger than money. It has to do with humiliating man. It has to do with seeing your boys bleeding to death on a fucking field for no reason. This is the gunner's dream. Floating down through the clouds Memories come rushing up to meet me now But in the space between the heavens And the corner of some foreign field I had a dream Goodbye, Ma. After the service, when you're walking slowly to the car, and the silver in her hair shines in the cold November air, you hear the tolling bell and touch the silk in your lapel. As the teardrops rise to meet the comfort of the band, Take her frail hand And hold on to the dream A place to stay Enough to eat Somewhere old heroes Shuffled safely down the street Where you can speak out loud About your doubt and fear And what's more No one ever disappears You never hear their standard issue kicking in your door you can relax on both sides of the tracks and maniacs don't blow holes in bandsmen by remote control everyone has recourse to the law and no one kills the children anymore children anymore night after night going round and round my brain the dream is driving me insane in the corner of some foreign field the gunner sleeps tonight what's done is done Just right off this final scene Take heed of his dream
راشین ات میمیرم But in the space between the heavens and the corner of some foreign field I had a dream I had a dream
In the corner of some foreign field, the gunner sleeps tonight. What's done is done. We cannot just write off this final scene. Take heed of his dream. All right, that was uh, that was uh, just was riffing that one. I just wanted to make it more beautiful. All right, that's going to be it for me today. I just wanted to make the Gunner's dream more beautiful. Um. All right. Thanks, BB. I feel much less genocidal. Maybe I can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tip for George. Thanks, Rockfin. All right, final Super Chats. Unauthorized says... Check this out. Thank you. Another awesome stream. Thank you, Star Valley Bear. Odyssey. I think if one is going to buy cryptocurrency, it may as well be LBC with Odyssey is built. Uh, no one cares. Um, God, final uh, entropy. So unauthorized.tv. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Thank you for the letters today. That was sent me off into uh, into the ether, as you could see. Um, I could visualize so much shit while I was playing that song. Whew, I was fucking taking a trip, man. Uh, BertariaCampgrounds.com, BuildingBertaria.com. Um, are we caught up? Kyneton Bear. Tip for the piano man, easily the best version of Gunner's Dream ever. Yeah, feel free to clip that if you want. That was definitely uh, inspired by Woodshot Bear's letter. And the final super chat here says, In all the years of you playing this song, this is by far my favorite version. Thank you, BB. Thank you. Yeah, Kyle, will you clip that, put it all over, and send it to me? I want to hear it, too. I couldn't even really hear it. I was in, in the zone. Okay, be fruitful multiply. Don't be fruiting boy guy.